Welcome back to The Legend of Zelda Games Club. Of course, you can only find it here at Super NPC Radio. This is your bi-monthly book club style episode where your favorite buds from the Super NPC Radio Tooniverse get together to discuss nearly the entire library of mainline Zelda games. This episode um, will not be free uh, moving forward, but eventually it will. Eventually you could be listening to this in the future on its own separate feed, but if you're listening uh, to this as we go through this 2021 uh, year, as they call it, then uh, thank you so much for being here with us on the $10 DJ Toad tier at Super NPC Radio. Um, couldn't do it without our patrons. Love all of you so much. Um, I am, uh, sort, I guess your semi-host for this episode, Connor McCabe, but I am, of course, joined by a couple, a few special people today. We've got two of the three uh, Amiibos here. Of course, Mr. Zelda himself, July Diaz. Welcome hello, back. Hello, hello. Thank you for giving me the title of Mr. Zelda. Mr. Zelda. You're welcome. And you can hear... Not Mr. Uh, Link, Mr. Zelda. There's So you're Mr. <laughs> Zelda. I'll introduce um, Mrs. Zelda, Mr. Jeremy Schmidt. Welcome back. Oh, we're Thank married, you so much for welcoming me back. Uh, Connor, I'm so surprised that, we, that, that this wasn't part of the uh, Toon link verse you know what, Jeremy? That's why they pay you the big bucks, yeah, my dude. Yeah, when you said Tooniverse, I was like, hold on a minute. Well, Toon Link, maybe we're so close. In three episodes, when I do the host the Wind Waker episode, then It'll I'll have that. to do that for sure. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't be more excited to uh, be here talking about this whack, wacky game. Oh, uh, but we well, got somebody else we got to introduce, right? Like, uh, this do. is kind of a huge get for us. This is a big deal. Huge get, um, uh, Mr. Link himself, uh, Mauricio Diosis. Also, I, I didn't ask you how to pronounce your last name. Is that correct? On air, we should do this. You did yeah. it right. No, we like <laughs> to work right. it out on air. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Well, good. I feel I feel uh, vindicated. But Mauricio, you um, are are famously known as one of our oldest and most loyal patrons here at Super NPC Radio. The the best commenter in all of the land, I mm-hmm. must say, um, and most frequent commenter. Uh, you have been so supportive of us. We wanted to have you on the show because we know how much this game means to you. And my friend, we just freaking like you. So yeah. welcome to the show. Uh, is there anything you want the listeners to know about you? Because they know enough about us three bozos. But what about you? Uh, no, uh, thank, thank you so much. Uh, I am, uh, again, uh, just really uh, tickled pink to be asked to be here. Um, you know, you take uh, social media away from a man, he'll try to comment on anything else he can find. So the only <laughs> thing I'm doing is uh, yes. commenting on any Patreon I can. Just I, I, I only I only honestly subscribe to comment on Patreons. I, I barely listen to the episodes, most of it. I'm just guessing. I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, hot takes. I hope they yeah, were hot yeah, takes. Yeah. You look at the titles and go, I, I think I could just wing this comment. I think yep. I think I know what's in this episode. <laughs> oh, Much July's hype. in this? Man, July's really uh, going off on this one. Like, yeah. and, you know, most <laughs> of the time that, that goes well. That's a pretty safe bet on safe just about bet. anything, right? Isn't yeah, that right? He really July? went off on that. Oh, yeah, I go yeah, off all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go off, King. 
Thank yeah. you. Yas queen, yas queen. He's always going off king. Oh my God, guys, the Amazon lady is so taking her time and this dog is hating it. Is she oh. like slowly setting down the like the package as if like the reverse song of time has been played and it's yes. like she's moving at like half speed? She, exactly. She's reading the back of, she's reading the back of whatever she's, uh, uh, sh- what, that Shimagami Tensei 3 Nocturne that she's delivering. Yeah. She's like, what is yes. this? What is this? For Why? Who? What kind of a freak, what kind of a sick pervert wants this? Uh, <laughs> She's, 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 uh, I'll tell you this. I'm about to throw a bunny hood on her to get her out of oh. here faster. You know what I mean? Ba- then she'll be back at regular speed, but yes. some- cool. We'll get into all of that. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, um, I'll finally introduce, uh, the, the game we're going to discuss. I've already said that Mauricio really loves this one, but we didn't even say the game. And that is, uh, this is the, uh, I believe fifth episode in our Legend of Zelda Games Club series today, talking about the sequel to Ocarina of Time, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Um, really Insert the music here. Yes. Insert the and music And roll the here. clip. Roll the clip. <laughs> uh, sound speeds. Whoa. Hey, we got sound speeds. Um, <laughs> we are... I'm really re- very, very, very excited to talk about this game. I recently have been just shouting from the hilltops on how uh, this is my personal favorite game of all time. How many times um, do you do that, Connor? Um, five to six times a week. Wow. Um, Your voice sounds great. Thank you. You know, it it takes a lot of vocal exercise, July, and just natural ability. Um, Your pipes are just so strong. Yeah. Say that one more time, Reese. Is it a particular hilltop or is it the same hill? Are you... You know, I like to mix it up just so I know that, like, my Mm -hmm. message is getting to more people, not just, like, the same neighborhood. So I I go from hill to hill. I revisit sometimes and shout a different direction, but... Yeah. Oh. You kind of are, like, the leader of all those hills in a way. Someone might even call you the king of the hills. Hey. Now, that's an idea for a Zelda episode right there. Um, really? What would that be? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to let this get any more derailed than it already is. Uh, we can derail throughout the show, but I'm going to reel us back in here. got to really think about that. Yes. Uh, before <laughs> what does we Hank talk Hill about... And Link have in common? <laughs> all right. Yeah. If I could mute July's track, I would at this point. Um, before we get in, because I, I do want to hear from everybody about um, their personal experiences with, with the game, I want to go over some quick broad strokes for Majora's Mask. Uh, and if you guys feel like Thank adding you. anything, great. But this is just sort of like um, back of the box sort of stuff that we're going to go over. Um, and I'll probably defer to you all at some point. Uh, but we'll begin with this. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask is the sixth installment in the series of Legend of Zelda games and a direct sequel to 1998's Ocarina of Time. Um, It was developed and published by Nintendo for the N64 and released in 2000. Um, Jeremy, I know you and I were talking about this recently, just sort of speculating how long it was after Ocarina, Mm -hmm. but I discovered it was two months after the events of that game, this one takes place. Oh, wow. Okay, and you found, how did you find that out? Wikipedia, baby. Okay, baby. But, yeah. But I, after seeing that, I did realize that I had um, seen. I definitely found that in a few places. Um, so which it makes me childhood. think there's a there's another Zelda game in here somewhere for those lost hey, two months. We're you know what? It's just Link getting <laughs> going on Bender after Bender in Hyrule. <laughs> yeah, he's going on Dairy. Sort of like Hank Hill. Sort of like Hank. Okay, and this oh. and this is where maybe there is a tie-in because maybe mm-hmm. he meets up with some friends. He's got a, like a Boomhauer 
kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. guy. What would a power in the Zelda universe sound like? <laughs> oh man, that's a good that's a good question because I feel like if only we heard more Zelda characters. Yeah, talk. speak. Yeah, talk. Yeah. It, um, yeah. What would the Dale of the Solo Universe be like? Would mm. that be Tinkle? Tinkle? Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I guess yeah, Epona's yeah. got to be Ladybird. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. That's I can't yeah. make. I can't. Ma- I have no King of the Hill references. I'm I, so sorry. I, I do, and I and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can keep going. Let's see, John Redcorn. <laughs> Ganondorf. <laughs> Is Ganondorf? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh wow, I love that. Wow, um, he's sort perfect. of a villain. Yeah, to, to <laughs> Dale, to Dale, to Dale, because he's cheating on him. So, with, his um, wife. with I think the first thing that uh, I'd like to just point out about the, the this game coming out in the year two thousand is, is something we kind of mentioned in the last episode. How crazy that is that the Nintendo Nintendo sixty four games coming out after nineteen ninety nine, I think, is just such a weird thing. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a Mandela effect. No, no, because it's it's, it's so exactly late. like the Mandela effect. I agree. <laughs> I, I kind of is a little bit because I do remember in my memory they came out earlier, but mm-hmm. it's so weird that you know in 2000 the PlayStation 2 is already out, like and the yeah. Dreamcast had been out for a year, and so when you get these late N64 releases. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people missed this game just by virtue of they had moved on already. Like I Paper just Mario. remember it as like Legend of Zelda. Bernstein's mask. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Mandela thing. Okay, so yeah. just going back yeah. to that. Fun, yeah. fun cool, fact, cool, cool. Jeremy, this game launched on the exact same day as the PlayStation 2 in North America. Right. That's wild. Yeah. That is super wild. And I know that, I mean, play, PS2s were kind of hard to get, mm-hmm. you know, right away at launch, but I'm still thinking like, you know, it, a lot of people. I don't. Maybe that a lot of people didn't miss this. I know this is a, l- a lesser popular Zelda. Like it's not as huge as Ocarina, um, which is I think why a lot of people like it. That's one of my suspicions. Is that I it's, have a theory about that. By by the way, but we'll get yeah, to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. I, but I, I I mean I kind of do as well. And maybe yeah maybe we'll hold. We'll off, get but, to. It, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, but it it does. It is always striking. Um, in this game. Part of releasing two years later is that it. This isn't something I plan to touch on a ton in the episode, but if anyone else wants to, it's fine. It had some minor graphical improvements, and in fact, used the expansion pack, which I believe came with the game, um, okay. for for wow. improved graphics and and Child Link um, moves slightly different. Like one of my favorite things is how he does little flips and cartwheels yeah. over like gaps now, instead of just you know his little hops. Um, and that happens like immediately in the game. So I just remember being totally captured. Um, oh, that's interesting. It's almost like in that opening, they're trying to showcase to you yes. all of Link's new animations. Absolutely. Because they, oh, ma- sure. they do make you hop around like right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. They do. Um, going, Turning back the clock a little bit to where I was a few <laughs> yeah. minutes ago, um, <laughs> we're obviously following Child Link two months after the events of Ocarina of Time. And he has set out with Epona into the Lost Woods to find Navi the fairy. Um, After being cursed, he stumbles upon the region of Termina and attempts to stop the moon from falling and destroying the land in three days. After recovering the ocarina from Skull Kid and Majora's Mask, who cursed him? He is able to rewind time to the dawn of the first day and attempt to help the people of Termina, stop the destruction of the moon, and return the powerful Majora's Mask to the happy mask 
salesman. Um, feel like we hit all the broad strokes right there. Yeah. Any extra stroke well, we need to do? Very well done. I wouldn't have. I I know you're. I know you've already kind of pre-written some of this, so I think that really helps because I think if I was just shooting off the cuff trying to Jeremy, explain what this Jeremy, game is, don't say that. That was off the top of his head. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, yeah, it was off the top of your head, but but I mean. I wouldn't have been able to explain it that well. You know There's what I mean? just so much going yeah. on that, um, yeah, it took me a little while to actually summarize that. Yes, um, I think you did a great job. This is famously known for being one of the weird games in the yeah. series, uh, and it's the second, first since Link's Awakening, to not take place in Hyrule. Technically, you are in the Lost Woods at the very beginning, and spoiler, mm. very end of the game, but for the most part, this is all taking place in this parallel world of Termina. Um, it's incredibly sad, dark, and heartbreaking. Majora's Mask earned widespread acclaim from critics and over the years has leapt up many people's best Zelda games lists. Uh, it was praised for its depth, gameplay, story, improved graphics from its predecessor, and dark themes and tones. Um, but it has also received criticism um, for its uh, time mechanic, how stressful that can feel to people, the three-day cycle, um, not knowing exactly when and where you need to be places. I know for first-time players, it can be, which we'll hear from one pretty soon, you, Mr. Jeremy, that mm. it can be difficult in specific areas. Um, so yeah, it's not without its criticism. Um, uh, and uh, it also had, you know, there's an increased difficulty from most Zelda games, I would say. Uh, it was released as a part of the GameCube Zelda Collector's Edition in 2003. Um, and received a full 3D remake for the 3DS in 2015. Let's jump into it. Let's talk about our personal experiences with the game. I'd like to like to save most of the detail for when we're actually going through um, talking about what we loved about the game and what was memorable. But um, July, why don't we start with you? What is your personal experience with the game? When did you play it for the first time? Walk us through this. Oh, wow. I've been... Um thrown into this i didn't know i was gonna go first but uh, let me collect my <laughs> thoughts uh let's see well i feel like you had known someone would go first and it's possible it could have been you right yeah okay let's see so i played this very i don't think i beat the game on 64 because i don't think i ever owned this this was one of those games that i may have rented mm. uh, tough game or, to rent yeah once or twice yeah. and i know I must have borrowed it from a friend at some point because I had to borrow the expansion pack, which gets <laughs> to my theory and why this isn't as popular as mm -hmm. Ocarina of Time, but we'll get to that mm -hmm. later. I won't get into that now. It's I'm almost like you've already it. explained the theory <laughs> with context. <laughs> no, no, there's more to it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe like three or four more words but <laughs> king, king of foreshadowing july really yeah. just oh. like seeding little things in the conversation that later will pay off they'll yeah. we, grow well, here's a little peek like behind the seedling. curtain exactly like a, a magic bean magic, magic bean. bean thank you uh this is how we get the listeners to to, to tune in we got to put these tune link seeds in. tune link in yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, so I never beat. I never beat it. I don't think because of that reason, because I never owned the game, and I, I did feel that that feeling of urgency 
with the time mechanic of it when I would play it. Um, so that definitely for sure fell into one of the reasons why maybe I, I just, I think the furthest I went initially was maybe stone temple reaching mm-hmm. stone temple. Wow, that's pretty far. Yeah, yeah. But I remember at that point I was, I either couldn't figure out what to do or it was just too difficult for me. I remember one instance specifically on my, my recent playthrough, which we'll get to, but um, <laughs> it, it, in the moment when you're on top of these pillars and there's these, um, what are they called? The, the bats that yeah, they can the knock keys. you off? The keys? I think that was a, a big, like, I'm going to not play this Is for a while. Is that as you're climbing up to get to the temple? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. happened to me once. Yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I remember loving the game. Again, it, it shares a lot from Ocarina of Time, which is probably my favorite of the Zelda franchise. So, so yeah, I had a... Still? Yeah. You, still. Oh, yeah, still. I think Still? Cool. Even yeah. now? <laughs> I just recently bought, bought this. Ooh, is that a gold oh, one? Cool. It's the, yeah, it's the OG original version with the red blood and the... And the Islamic chant, chant. yeah, and the Islam, the terrible Islamic chant, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We wow. we did go over at the very end of the Ocarina episode, um, oh, yeah. which is yeah. After uh, that, I, I was like, I gotta get it. You so, gotta figure, yeah, you gotta fi- get that. I gotta I'm, get it. Um, that's that's why it's your favorite, the Islamic mm-hmm. chant. Yeah, well, it's it's yeah, it's a big part of it for sure. <laughs> uh, as soon as I got it, I I turned it on and I just let that play in the back. <laughs> you just parked in the in the fire temple and like paused the game so you could still hear the music yes i do yeah. my dishes yeah nice <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah so you basically sense. just you did your recent playthrough did you play on the 3ds was this a virtual console playthrough i did the, I did the 3ds this time and mm. i gotta say the same with my experience with replaying ocarina of time on the 3ds i think it's an amazing uh, remake uh, port of the game because it just updated everything and mm-hmm. it consolidated and updated certain gameplay mechanics that I think help a new player. Like they have mm-hmm. that thing in Ocarina of Time 3DS where there's like that Sheik Stone, Sheikah Stone, yes, yeah. that gives yeah. you hints, which I think is great for new players. Because I'm with all these Zelda games that I'm playing through, I'm not afraid to like look at a guide to tell me where to go next. But once I, I try to tell myself, I'll look at the guide to tell me where to go, and then I'll figure out the dungeon myself. Sure, that's that's how I'm approaching yeah, these games. Cool. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, I loved it. The 3ds uh, version of it. It's great. Jeremy, is that the one that you played on your recent yes. playthrough? It is the one I played, um, both actually, both Ocarina and Majora I played through on my 3DS. Uh, Little weird thing about Majora versus Ocarina, I think they are, I I agree with July, they're both amazing. This is definitely my preferred way to play these games. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just, they look, they just look so crisp and so gorgeous. I, uh, Connor, as you know, you helped me get my hands on a new Nintendo 3DS, which happened midway through playing both these games. (laughs) So I actually played Majora on an older 3DS, 
Hmm. And I got to say, my experience with that, I think, can also contributed to why playing through Majora to me was not as fulfilling of an experience as playing through Ocarina. Because uh, you had to take the game cartridge out of the old one and put it in the new one? Exactly, exactly. And just that alone pissed mm-hmm. me off beyond yes. belief. Seems For just sure. like a user thing to me, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it, it, it's literally because when I played Majora, I'm playing it on a older 3DS model, so it's like a little slower at times, you know? It, oh, can, yeah. it has some frame rate dips at times. Also, oh. I played it with the 3D turned all the way down because when you're playing a portable, you know, you want to lay down, you want to get up, you want to walk around. You don't want to always have to be holding it right walk in front around. of your face. You're walking around playing the game? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh-huh. uh, Seems so dangerous. with my new Nintendo 3DS, though, I, I just kept that 3D slider all the way up and never touched it. And it was just like a great time. Wow. So I think I, I would too. like... I did that. I would like to replay Majora on a new Nintendo 3DS at some point down down the down the line to get that kind of for sure that experience um, the 3D stuff aside and I've gotten to hear from you a little bit about it what was your personal experience like being the and this you never did you even pick this up as a kid even t- turn it on I never had the expansion um, pack oh, for yeah. the 64. And I think that when you rented the game, they rented that with it too. Mm. But for whatever reason, man, I, I, I feel like I just never, ever played this game. Or I might have rented it one time. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I know July has a theory about this. I know yeah, July you. does I was about to theory. say, this actually yeah. falls yeah. into my theory a little bit. but <laughs> Yeah, but I think you're right, though, because there was a couple of games, like Conker's Bad Fur Day is another one that I think needed the expanion. DK64. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong 64. And I just feel like yeah. I never really DK. played Donkey Kong. I actually think, Connor, <laughs> did... The DK sixty four. I, I know DK64 also came with the expansion. I think it did, yeah. That's how I got yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, oh, cool. So I, I, because I remember that being in a huge box. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like my experience w- with this game was like limited, except for just hearing from everybody else how great this game was and how much of a hidden gem it was. Like people kind of, uh, I knew it was your favorite, and a couple other people had mentioned that it was their favorite. And so, yeah, I, I, I feel like my journey with this game is, uh, you know, is basically me having kind of high expectations of it, which is never how you really want to go into playing a game with you when you think it's going to be just the ultimate. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I'll save more of like my thoughts for later, but I, I, but I do, I do feel like me and this game are not over yet. Like we have beef. We You're need to get her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still have unfinished business to do. You know what? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, whereas, whereas my last Ocarina playthrough, I just felt so satisfying. I don't need to touch that game for another decade. You know what I mean? Totally. But, but wow. this one, but Majora, I'm like, I don't think I did this right. I don't think I played it the right way. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Especially having gotten to hear from you a little bit. It. I think you're right, but I also think that like all the feelings you had about it, which I'm sure you'll get into, maybe July will get into it a little later too. Maybe um, we'll we're see. so so warranted. Um, yeah, yeah. I think this is a game that might be best played a second time too, because when you know what you're doing, I think it's so much more fun. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. is interesting because this game's about playing the same three days over and over, um, yeah. but playing the game over and over too. That I think actually will add to it. Um, Mauricio, um, tell us about your personal experience with the game. Did you play this growing up? 
Yeah. Oh, so uh, I'm from Peru, and we kept getting um, growing up. I uh, my parents would always send me uh, video games. Uh, uh, we they immigrated before me, and so I would get like the Super Nintendo, and the Game Boy before everyone. And then when I f- immigrated, finally, cool kid. Them, they got me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's I was. Very cool. Having a <laughs> palette in the country uh, that doesn't have great health care. Mm-hmm. Everyone wanted to hang out with me. I was loved by all and never mocked. Uh, and, wow. um, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. But then when I got here, um, they got me the um, N64. I remember like, within like, a few days of me getting here, like, that's a little like, hey, guess what? You're not in uh, You're not in the country going to a coop anymore. Things rule, right? And I was like, yeah. oh, great. Um, and... Um, I remember always being scared of Zelda games as a kid. Like, they always seemed very complicated to me, and I uh, always seemed like, well, you know, well, Mario, I just jump. Like, that seems like the, the most fun you can have. And I don't know, for whatever reason, might have been a boy I had a crush on, or or, or a, a, a girl I had a crush on, oh, whoever I had a crush on, I think someone might have mentioned that they, like, had Zelda, and I was like, oh, okay, I, I guess I should play this. That's how it happens for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no. And sucked I, remember, in. I, 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 I sucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, and my first love, Link, my biggest crush. But like, I don't. I remember always like, kind of faking conversations through it. But like, I remember when I, I felt old enough. So just said two thousands came out. I'm, I'm in nine and ten, and I remember being like, I, I believe I'm old enough to control all the information in my head that would require me to play this game. And uh, we went to the Warner Brothers stores. So you, if anyone remember those? Yeah. yeah. Oh just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember everything about buying the cops those Warner Brothers. <laughs> remember, remember those t-shirts? I, I now know what to get July for Christmas next year. <laughs> Bootleg. Was this t-shirt. at like a mall for you? One hundred percent. I've been yeah. to a mall in Miami, Florida. Yeah, shouts out. Um, Hell yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love malls? You know. Um, but like. Oh. I, I remember uh, going in and, you know, the giant uh, Egyptian-like sculptures of Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. <laughs> welcoming you in, yeah, the gods from ancient times. And uh, <laughs> I remember seeing um, the, the box and being like, I remember, I, I think uh, I was, uh, I'm into comics too. And I remember hmm. certain comics like Grant Morrison's New X-Men, like yeah. them being too adult and scaring me. And yeah. I remember being, I remember looking at it and, it scared me a lot, and I, 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 for some reason, I was like, I have to, I have to overcome this. And I remember it was the first, it Majora's Mask, and this may be why I'm so. F- it seems like July and Jeremy maybe aren't the biggest fans of this game, since maybe me and Connor. But uh, I remember it was my first Zelda game, so for me that this was like a pivotal experience. Like mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was huge, and, and I, you know, retroactively have played all of them uh, since that point and everything that came after. But um, for me, the, the game was both harder than I thought it would be, but also not like there were things that like the uh, uh, famously, as uh, Jeremy would say, uh, in the comments, I never um, the when you guys talked about the Ocarina Time Temples, the, the no no tel- no temple in any Zelda game has ever stumped me, and mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a genius, but like right. it just everything kind of just makes sense after a, a bit of like kind of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. never thought any te- any one temple was worse than the other, and I remember the temples in Majora's Mask all were just like beautiful to me, and mm-hmm. I, and uh, I'll I'll um, I'll stop my personal experience with uh, it became my best game for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I told this on stream when I went to see Connor play it, but. Uh, 
and this all really date us, but like one day before uh, Warp Tour 2006, 2005, yeah, baby, yes. yeah, dude, <laughs> hell yeah, dude, you love it, dude. <laughs> uh, you want to see Taking Back Sunday? Yeah, <laughs> um, glass job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, head automatic. Uh, but yeah. um, <laughs> uh, that dude rules. Uh, but like, mm-hmm. uh, I remember I played. I was like, we were bored at my friend Raymond's house. Uh, who I will uh, talk about later, but like he thinks this game sucks ass. In fact, one time <laughs> while, move, while moving, he uh, was helping me move my video games, and then he dropped my uh, Majora's Mask cartridge, <gasps> and it shattered. <gasps> and yeah, I had the gold one. I know, true. And I looked up in rage, and he goes, "It's okay, game sucks anyway." And then moved what? away, like they moved oh, out of the room. And I was like, "What?" God. <laughs> I, to this day, think it was on purpose. Like I, it had to be yeah. on purpose. Like wow, true, yeah. true villain. When you say um, he dropped it, did he kind of like raise his arm above his head <laughs> and smash it down? And smash it down. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, is no, no, so no. sad. I'm so sorry to hear that. That it, is, it was. Uh, uh, that was my September 11th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. And honestly, but now I, it's mine too. It's mine. Yeah, yeah. It's all of ours. Never now. forget, honestly. Yeah, yeah. don't speak for me. I think my <laughs> life <laughs> tragedy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we uh, I'll end on this but like before that horrible moment of my life that I'll never get over uh, we were st- we decided to stay up all <laughs> we decided that in order to go to this event that's going to take all day where we're going to be out in the hot sun mm-hmm. and moving around we should stay up all night all the night, night previous yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're so exciting I cannot wait it was real big fish going to do a cover song who knows yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> but like, but, like um, they will this so we set up all night and i uh, around seven o'clock i was like i bet i can beat this game by seven o'clock next morning Whoa. and i and like it took me i think i finished it around let's say like five ish like i had some time to kill but awesome. yeah but i i beat the hell game it was it was awesome it, it was really but it, at that time it's become almost like muscle memory there's some yeah. things that just yes. like, become so because so, the game isn't very long but it has like these just beautiful moments of um of, of like stretches of time where you're just like truly in these worlds uh, in, in these uh, the four the four parts of the of that mm-hmm. world you just truly live in them and i feel like they become yeah. just so part of what you're doing yeah this is the this is the game that reminds me almost of like each area is like an episode of a tv show or something yeah like, that's perfect yeah. they kind of like they kind of operate like their own little side stories which i believe july has a theory about this which we'll get to a little bit later but um (laughs) it's sort of just kind of about how the friends theory the friends theory and how the game kind of you know it it just it side quests the game basically and (laughs) because of that you get really beautiful moments but maybe some of them don't always hit quite right and in those moments can be kind of painful i know i have a couple for me that were just pretty painful to get through but i but i think that in general though i'm pretty positive on like 60 percent of this game yeah definitely what you, what you just said i think and what i think uh you're saying that maybe makes you not be as big of a fan of the game mm-hmm. i have a theory about why it becomes my favorite game. yeah is this we'll, gonna come we'll later, later or yeah okay good yeah, yeah. yeah. this is uh, what uh, i don't know if you guys know about uh improv this is called a callback uh, oh so, yes. uh, yeah, be, yeah. yeah yeah i've yeah. done yeah. Oh, wow. yes i gotta um, write this down call mauricio have you since that uh epic warped tour night before is this a game that you've <laughs> revisited throughout your life or have you played it recently any any other 
playthroughs that you want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, after listening to Under Oath, uh, the screaming about exactly. God, I right. definitely mm-hmm. needed to play that game shortly out thereafter. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I I think I since I moved since I moved from Florida, I don't think I've um, I live in Portland now. Um, I don't think I. Uh, I left all my stuff at my parents' house in Cincinnati. I never had a 3DS, and I'm actually surprised by to know that the the, the graphics are all better there. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but it's a game that I'm like obsessed with. I like watch people do playthroughs mm-hmm. uh, since then, which and like I've I, I watched a few videos before this uh, to kind of brush up on it. But like it's a game that like I don't really need much. It just like lives in my. Head. I, I think mm-hmm. much like you, much like Connor, I've played this game. To completion, multiple. In fact, I don't think I've ever played this game. I don't think I've ever beat this game without getting all the fairies and without getting all the masks. Like I'm wow. only one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. I, it doesn't seem like I, I. I've never played the game with just. I've never fought Majora with just Link. And yeah. I've never not had all the masks. Like, oh, it's great. That's cool. <laughs> That's so cool. I've done it. It's great. Uh, <laughs> it is much harder to to sort of like slide into my uh, personal experience now. Off of that, I'm positive that the first time, if not the first two times, I played it, I definitely did not get all the fairies, and I, maybe the second time I was able to get all of the masks. But I know that first playthrough was very difficult. But I loved it. I was. This is my second Zelda game, I had my intro at Ocarina of Time, uh, I think the year before or like the summer before this game came out. So I got like fully indoctrinated into the the church of Zelda um, Mm. and the church of Link and was just obsessed. So when I found out this game was coming out, I was so excited. Um, It came out three weeks before my birthday. So for my 10th birthday, this was like... Happy birthday. Hey, thank you. This is thank great. you very much. Get over uh, here. Okay. Uh, it was... Uh, oh, my he's big, over there. My big... Oh, <laughs> I keep moving. Um, this was my big birthday gift that year, and I remember just loving it. Because to me, it was just like another Zelda game, and also I was like, oh, I mean, retroactively, this is such a break from the series norms. Uh, yeah, this and Link's yeah. Awakening both do that, I think, the most out of... Most, almost every game in the series, um, you know, just not taking place in Hyrule. There being no Ganon, no Triforce, a a like memory of Zelda. Um, but it was also so tied to that first game I played, you know, being the direct sequel, <coughs> having the Ocarina of Time, um, just having fairies, all that stuff. So I loved it. And over the years, it's been a game that I've talked about this a lot, but I think I've replayed... This may have been my twelfth playthrough or so. Wow! Um, and were you? It's are you going to warp tour tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to warp tour, baby. Oh yeah! Save the see day. some spiral <laughs> spine and some yep tough tough gutter. It's gonna I be love great. Tough gutter, dude. I love tough gutter. <laughs> you like tough gutter? Every piece yeah. is sick. Yeah. 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 So good, um, but uh, I actually wouldn't recommend. It's funny you say that. I feel like everyone's played Ocarina for this. I played Ocarina uh, right after this because I was obsessed. Now, now that yes. these games didn't seem much around, I played, and uh, I feel like that's why I have such a 
distinct lesser thought to an exp- uh, ocarina because mm-hmm. like for me it, in my head it's like oh in a Zelda game it's got to be about masks so, somehow I thought masks were like <laughs> the big thing in Zelda games well, it's and, not uh, not in there there is some mask yeah, stuff but it there is a, yeah but they don't like <laughs> yeah it's, it's completely sucks ass yeah, yeah like yeah. and it's just like I I love the the it was. Ocarina is the the proper like length of what a Zelda game, right? Like that that, that yeah. length and material. And so that I I did fall in love with that, but like I I wouldn't ever recommend this being someone's first. I, I think mm-hmm. like I, I I did it wrong. I do believe you should start with Ocarina to kind of get Ocarina kind of handles everything beautiful. And something that you Jeremy said earlier was about um how there's like the the days and the mask all that. It is interesting that this game handles two gimmicks. While well, most 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 Nintendo properties are one gimmick. That you know, uh, Cappy or like uh, becoming an yeah. adult or whatever. Wow, this game handles kind of like two gimmicks at the same time, yes. which is interesting. Like the the anxiety and the mass. It's it's something that also breaks from norm Nintendo kind of um, uh, philosophy. Totally. And what an interesting point you're making, Mauricio, with what we've gone through this past year: anxiety and masks <laughs> really <laughs> hits home a different way, doesn't it? <laughs> Gosh, I yeah. thought for a second that was going to be sincere. This, this game hits different in a. Tw- it is sincere, Connor. Yeah, it is. It, uh, to me, I'm. I actually. Um, I actually agree with you, July. I, Thank to you. To me, this, I also this, agree. This this year has been kind of full of both masks and anxiety, and sort of, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 when you put on your surgical or whatever, do you also become a different person? You know, that's a good. Well, question. I put on my Goron when I go out. <laughs> Man, how July's, July's smile of how fulfilled he is by that bit <laughs> is the most beautiful thing. I've Isn't it yeah. great to see as opposed yeah, to no. like, I don't know if you can hear that little smirk. Oh, you can hear him smiling in, in yeah. the, in the, in the <laughs> you know, he hits it just right. It's you can good, hear it. you can it's hear good to see. It's good to see July for the first time through your eyes, Mauricio. As, uh, yeah, it is pretty cool. Speaking of which, it, it, why it is beautiful to look at. It's, it's like I'm watching a, <laughs> It's like I'm watching a, a movie directed by uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Like, it's just like, go. oh, cool, yeah. cool, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, July's a Magnolia character. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. yes. Yeah. I am now so disappointed that I didn't try to, like, find a custom, like, Majora's Mask mask uh-huh. on the internet. I'm sure year. those exist. I'll get it now that, that I'm, like, wearing a mask about a quarter of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as opposed to and this is now this is this is when you're going to start wearing masks, right, Connor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This Connor's is what's going to push me over the edge. Guy. Yeah. Well, he's kind of just he's a, a contrarian. So, like when we're about to be done with masks, he's putting his mask on for the right. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. It's like actually, guys, it's this is actually the real. This is a real time where of, of this crisis. is mask. I don't time, want the yeah. vaccine to get on me. Like <laughs> right, everyone's exactly. going to. You know, yeah. well, that's how that the works. Vaccine the vaccine's kind of in the air, and yeah, I get that. You don't really want um, to. Anyway, uh, I'm going to reel it back in, and uh, I, I touched on it earlier, but this is my favorite game of all time. This is my favorite Ooh, video yes. game. That's um, wild. And, and, and Connor, as of this moment, it still remains to be your favorite game and favorite Zelda. Yes, and Damn. doing that, re- I, I was a little... Um, what did you replay it on, Connor? The N64, I plugged it in. Well, I streamed for the first half, and then I just haven't streamed in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just, I know, sorry, Mauricio. Um, <laughs> really appreciate the support in, ch- in chat, but I started playing on my CRT. So I just plugged oh, it into cool. my CRT in this room, sat on the couch, and... Gorgeous, yeah. It, it is, that was the way to yeah. play that game. And and I was really... I will really, say also, yeah. uh, watching Connor play it, um, I will 
even watching and not playing myself but just watching you do it i will uh second you with that it is also my favorite game of all time yeah like, e easily yeah easily yeah i think go for it oh i was just gonna ask you connor did you um do you prefer it on the nintendo 64 as opposed to the 3ds i feel like now i need to play next year when i get the urge i'm gonna play the 3ds version and say, I think there are things I actually do prefer about the Nintendo 64 mm -hmm. version. Um, there are some changes that I thought... I mean, the, it looks so beautiful on the 3DS. Yeah. I love the ability to, when you warp forward in time, you playing the um, one of the like, sped-up songs, or you can go hour, choose hour by hour where you want to stop, as opposed to just that's great. The, every 12. Wow, cool. Yeah, yeah, so that's huge. I like... Uh, all the graphical improvements, all the there's some quality of life stuff in there that I had forgotten about until the I watched the video. switching, right? That's a big, big one. Um, do you mean as far as like how quickly you can do it, or you can do it on the fly, right? As opposed to going having to go into your menu. Is that how Correct. that works? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. huge. I've, I've never played the the uh, 3ds one, so I uh, this is all new to me. There, yeah. There, there are some things that I it's don't like an extra items like too. Yes, because of on the DS they've got that little face button. Yeah. Um, I will say the I actually and I won't touch on this too long, but there are some other things I don't like about the 3DS version. Uh, you're um, saying it for later. I was for afraid. Later? Oh, of course, I'm pulling We're a July. All things. Good. Yes, yeah. of course. I was a little afraid um, on how I would feel about this game revisiting it because when you, I, I don't know, I felt a little. Uh, uh, pressure. I was like, well, I'm about to play my supposed favorite game ever. Is this going to hold up? Um, right. I don't know. And I am really happy to say that after replaying it, I feel like I've never had a greater appreciation oh, awesome. for this game. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think it does help that I've done this so many times and that the difficult things, like I've, I've always had trouble with Stone Tower. I've always gotten through it, but I've always had trouble. This time, I think... It took me barely a day in the in the wow. game to beat the temple and get all the fairies. Um, of course, after slowing down the time, but mm. it, yeah, this is my favorite game ever. I can't wait to get into why. All right, so for the like I always like to do, we're going to talk about both of the development and the release and the reception. Uh, feel free to jump in, um, anyone. Uh, I also will probably like, Wait, I, like right like now, I was, like I was doing earlier. Yeah, jump in immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, right I don't know way. what I will talk about, but if you <laughs> want well, us then to I'll, jump in. I'll get you started July, and then we'll see where you feel good about a spot. Okay. Um, so. Uh, publicly, it was unclear uh, whether or not the follow-up uh, to Ocarina of Time, which was known as Ura Zelda behind closed doors and then finally made clear to the public, was planned to be a remix of Ocarina or a brand new game. Um, at the time, series creator and producer Shijiro Miyamoto wanted it to be the remixed version. Have uh, the Ooh. three of you heard of Ura Zelda before, which is essentially oh. what just became the Master Quest? Mm-hmm. So it was, no, just supposed never, to, I, it was supposed to be this like remixed version of Ocarina of Time that I think at the time they were hoping would be an expansion with a couple additional temples and a, and a few other things. But for this, 
uh, they ended up just settling on on the remix version. Um, but after presenting this idea to Eiji Aonuma, who is now like the series main producer, who uh-huh. you see at every Zelda reveal or whatnot, yeah. uh, he, it was met with hesitation um, because Aonuma oh, wanted to actually he wanted to create an original game, basically, and just didn't want to do a, a remix. Uh, Aonuma was eventually joined by Yoshiaki Koizumi, who came up with the idea for the three-day cycle time loop, which was inspired by the film Run, Lola, Run. I haven't seen that movie. I feel like Jeremy's probably seen it. I have not seen it, but I I feel like that Run, Lola, Run could easily be, from what I understand about it, Majora's Mask, the movie, if it was... Can I do a July joke? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, just so you know, Mauricio, you, you, the audio is really loud now that you're outside. Oh, okay. you might, we might want to go into a bathroom or something. Yeah, I'm going to go into a bathroom and do yeah, a, yeah, a yeah, July yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, of course, we have to hear a July joke. and then uh, <laughs> Can't wait. So, uh, can, can you set me up, Connor, and say uh, you watched the... Uh, it's based on Run, Roll, Run. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently... Um, the th- idea for the three-day cycle time loop was inspired by the film Run Lola Run. Uh, I've seen Run Fat Boy Run. Okay, that's a July joke. <laughs> uh, that's a July that's joke. Actually, that's actually joke. true. I, I, uh, okay, and, and then I, and then I had a, a bunch of jokes about Lola Bunny, but I actually don't think they're good anymore. So we'll okay, uh, right, because they changed the way she looked. Right, Jeremy. <laughs> Because they changed the way she... Because you like the original look, right, Jeremy? Why can't not you just his, let her look the way she looks now, Jeremy? Not his Lola Bunny. Um, <laughs> for the listeners, you come Jeremy... For the, you come for the king, you best not miss. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, is just texting me all the time now about <laughs> not boycotting Space Jam 2. He's going to still watch it. He's going yeah, to the theater. I'm boycotting it. I'm going to still watch it, but I'm boycotting it. Yes. Yeah. So what, Together. what does that mean? <laughs> It me and Jeremy texted me and he said, I'll read the text verbatim. Mm-hmm. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. Speaking he of said, Lola Bunny, I'm going to run us back on track together. Miyamoto, okay, I guess I won't read it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You don't have to. Aonuma and Koizumi served as the heads of development for this new Zelda. And Miyamoto specifically wanted to create a smaller world with more detail that would feel dense as the player revisits characters, locations, and events multiple times through the playthrough. Yeah. Um, so a few of you, I think, touched on this earlier, but by u- reusing many assets from Ocarina of Time, this smaller dev unit was able to finish the game in little over a year. Um, I know this has been a topic of conversation for us, but I was actually so surprised on this replay to see how much new stuff and new models and assets that they did include. I think in my like my memory, it was far less, but I was really impressed. Yeah. It's 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 so both to me where it's yeah. it, it's it's like half of it I'm like shocked is there's as much new stuff as there is like especially when you get to like that very first biome where you're like going in the river and all that like all yeah. that stuff is just so new and big and you don't even really have a frame of reference for it from playing Ocarina and then at the same time you have like you have stuff where I'm like the Great Bay uh, where it's just like oh, this is kind of just repurposed. Like a lot of this stuff right. is just sort of like stitched together from Ocarina. And um, it's just interesting to see, you know, uh, where they're flexing and sort of where they're they're holding back. And I think that uh, 
that I think yeah. I think well the assets are reset uh, or, or or they're they're reusing the, um, the the same character models or whatever. I do think that it's one of the few games that and I, again this might be my own bias, but like I do think that like it it's atmospherically a lot better than uh, than um, Ocarina, like the Great Bay and Snow. They feel like a lot better. Meanwhile, like I would say, just the Death Mountain is the only one in Ocarina that I feel like really gives you a sense of setting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that there, there's, but I will say both games have great atmosphere too. That's what's one thing yeah. that so shocked me about both games was Ocarina has is just as creepy as I remember it being from a being a kid and then Majora. Oh yeah, I'm talking about the difference between an A and an A plus. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I totally. But I agree that Majora definitely has it's like an atmosphere that is unique to that game and thus like i think i think just more interesting like a lot of games kind of nail the atmosphere of ocarina too and have maybe even done it better over the years but i don't know if there's a lot of games that even feel like majora at all like yeah since. i think part hmm. of the reason why majora might feel even stronger there is because they're focusing on you know the four regions plus just clock town so instead of doing like hyrule Ca- hyrule town castle town or whatever the death mountain kokiri forest uh zora's domain desert ranch all that stuff they're focusing on really basically four i mean you actually i would include the ranch but it feels and this is one of the big strengths i think this game has is it does feel really dense i do feel like they accomplished that um and it's just like really impressive to me um um Let's see. Despite the rush to do this game in uh, in a year, that this is a fun anecdote I learned about actually today. The team paused development for I think a week to attend a colleague's wedding in oh, South Korea. Oh, I heard about this today too. Did you really? It, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's great. This, is, this was nuts. So during this time, uh, North Korea was actively sending bombing raids uh, against south korea which which rocked the wedding like there were there was like the possibility of missiles falling while they were like attending this joyous celebration of love um under this you know threat of potential death and this really hit the team while they were there and they wanted to incorporate this into the new zelda i see this in a couple ways quite obviously the anju and cafe side quest um like is literally they're getting married as the world is Directly, ending. Directly, yeah. Mm-hmm. But also like the entire game you can especially as you get deeper and deeper into the three day cycle, you feel the ground shake. And you yeah. can like the moon goes from being this thing that like you just have to look up in the sky and see to where you could be in the most like innocuous place in the game and you'll still feel the ground shake. Yeah. So nuts. Um finally uh, in November 1999, the new Zelda was announced for a holiday to for a holiday 2000 release, and would be titled Zelda No Densetsu Majora No Kamen in Japan and The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask elsewhere. Um, let's move on to the release and the reception. Yeah, uh, and I'll sort Wait, of did like. Did you know that uh, isn't uh, Majora that comes from Jumanji, right? I guess people love Robin Williams and the it's like a. It's oh. like an Ouroboros, like oh. yeah, a major. It's based on the compo from because I think me and Connor might have seen the same video. To, to the, they talked about how the name Major comes the the Ma comes from one of the composers and the Ju uh, comes from Jumanji because I guess Shigeru Miyamoto loves Jumanji. 
Yeah, wow. it might have also been like a kind of a popular movie at the time or you know what I mean? Um, I actually don't know when Jumanji came out. It was in the 90s, though, for sure. I feel like it was like 95. Yeah. yeah. But still would have probably been. I mean, well, maybe a, even like a shout out to Robin. I mean, he isn't, wasn't he supposedly like a huge Zelda fan? His yeah. name was Donald. Oh, that's Zelda, right. So yeah. He is a big Zelda fan. So that's funny that it all it went the other way around that time. They named yeah. something yeah. after something he was involved in. That's cool. Um, uh, Happy Father's Day, Robin. Yep. <laughs> wherever you right, are wherever, wherever you are we miss you buddy. we miss you uh, love in you in their minds or in their hearts yeah that's yeah. right yeah rest in power mm-hmm. um <laughs> like ocarina this game received uh almost unanimously critical acclaim it's got a 95 out of 100 uh review score. now let me ask you something about that connor when you see something like this that's like your fit you like your personal favorite and you yeah. see like a publication gives it 95 out of 100 aren't you just like give it the other five no No. oh okay why not i mean like i said like if i didn't if i hadn't played this game a handful of times like there would be some really obscure parts for me or or difficult things to get through that like i totally see the criticism for or why someone would prefer Mm. a more Straightforward gotcha. adventure like Ocarina. So you're so, you're just you can see the criticisms. It's just a it's like kind of a nostalgia married with, you know, how great its strengths are despite its weaknesses. Definitely for gotcha. me at least. I don't know. How do you feel, Mauricio? Uh, Jeremy, we're, well, uh, I I seeded this earlier, mm-hmm. but I said that I had to what it was. Let's thing. let yeah. that magic bean grow, baby. Let's let it grow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to write it all the way up to the end of this argument. But like, uh, so like you said that you see, you saw a lot of things that were rough uh, when you were playing it. And for me, and I don't think the, even as a kid, I could be like that, that roughness was, was so evident. You know, there's some, you know, frame drops for every, every video game plan has frame drops from fighting about it is asinine. But like, um, but like even like the parts where it's like even the stunts that don't make sense or like uh, the, the for example the, the Deku maze it's like so frustrating so ridiculous uh-huh. um, all these like little things that you have to do are um, I find all those tusk and like kind of to a certain degree even boring parts of the game like pushing mm-hmm. the um, Mikhail to the beach like it seems like yeah. you're never doing it. it seems like it's always a little too long I find that that it's like a movie, right? Like in a movie, it can't all be good stuff. Like it has to, you have to have some expectations yeah. some boring stuff. And I feel like all that boring stuff, all that stuff that, all that chuff, all that 5%, that, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that's what I was saying, as he seed it earlier, uh, that like you take away. Um, I feel like that's what makes it so beautiful. So because it, may, it may honestly propels the art form. And I do yeah. believe mm-hmm. that, uh, that, some, that every time I played it, even the last ones, I'm like, this is one of the clearest examples. Not to say that Ocarina of Time isn't, a major piece of art as well, but I do believe that in, and I, I know this may sound a little high and mighty, but like I do believe that this one takes its artistry a little bit more seriously and a little bit more concisely. Well, and I feel yeah, like it's, that's what makes that game better. It's definitely uh, them getting a second chance in this engine and with these with these models and with this world. So yeah, there's there's things about it that absolutely, without a question, look better, play better, are better, ha- maybe have more intention behind them. Um, yeah, yeah. it's just, there is just some, you know, the, some of the rougher parts of the game to me anyways, they really stand out to you when you're, when you're 
A, I, I would say like an adult. So you have all this modern game design you're bringing to the table right. when you're playing it for the first time. So it's almost not even fair to judge it that way. But then on top of that, I'm playing it, you know, trying to get through it for like a podcast, which is, yeah. I think right. that that does the game such a disservice because it's a game that wants you, you to feel exp- like you're trying to rush through it a little bit, a little bit. And just like, or just like finish it like yeah. without like, like I'm trying to be intentional and not waste time. So I have the, I have an extra layer of anxiety of like, instead of exploring, I'm like, where do I go? I just want to look yeah. up where to go now. I totally it's, agree. Instead I of do- the game wants you to kind of venture out and, and it wants you to run out of time and have to reset a bunch. Yes. It, it wants you to have to like uncover every rock and, and figure out people's schedules in the town, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, if you're not, meeting the game on its terms, you're trying to put a, a, a square peg in a round hole. You know what I mean? You're trying to force the game into being a different Zelda game. That's what I was doing. Mm. That's why I think I need a round two with it where I don't look at guides. You know what I mean? Yeah, I meeting, on its, meeting on its own terms is something really interesting that you said. Because I, I do believe that. I think it's for a game that has so much anxiety. It ultimately, the game itself waste your time so much with yeah. other shit like for example in the in the uh, in the canyon like you have all this like sub story about like the, the the man who's becoming an undead or whatever yeah. and all that like which is so like i do believe that it's a game that like all these unnecessary things add to the overall thing like it, it, it's yeah. an ugly it's it's a, a piece of art shouldn't be beautiful to constantly look it should have ugly sides and i think like that's what this game stands up for me i think ocarina of time anyway look at it looks beautiful mm-hmm. you know but i don't and i believe that every time i look at majora's mask i keep finding faults and within those faults i find beauty yeah for sure definitely um yeah this was it was just a sort of bringing us back to the release and reception it was um super uh highly regarded not without its criticism which we've pretty much just summarized right there um, and there are parts of this that are, you know, seemingly uh, a little less accessible than Ocarina. You're not in Ocarina. You don't have to worry about a schedule. You don't have to worry about the moon crashing into the ground. You can really just breathe. Even if you're, even if you weren't playing Ocarina for a podcast, you would just have more time to breathe in that world. Um, but yeah, this is a, it's a pretty highly regarded game. Still, we'll talk about the legacy later. But why don't we, um, unless anybody else has anything to say about the release and reception, let's move on to the book club. Yeah, I think a big part of it is that it's all these, it's like Jeremy said, side quests the game as opposed to a more linear game. And again, a lot of the side quests you don't have to do to complete the game, but it does overall, uh, it it ends with you getting this amazing prize, which is um, the Fierce Deity Mask. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can totally see that. Um, and, And to be clear, like I love this game. I loved my replay of this game and i do feel a little bit of what jeremy was saying i I did feel a little maybe rushed because we are playing this for to talk about it maybe i didn't spend enough time with it this Mm -hmm. time around but if i were just to be playing the game to just enjoy all of it then I, i totally can see this being head to head with ocarina as my favorite of the series but wow so I can be convinced. I'm. I'm not saying it's not. 
Yes, but, I think that's where yeah. I'm at too. Is that it feels like a it feels like a uh, like the first time I'll never forget the first time I watched a Wes Anderson movie. I thought it was like so unfunny. I just didn't yeah. understand the humor at all. It took Ooh. me like. It literally took me like watching it with people to understand the charm and sort of the humor of that world. And I think that Majora is the favorite of so many people I trust, like you two guys in particular, that it's like, you know, it's I'm willing to give it so many more chances because it's like, cool. oh, there must be something I'm missing. Um, you know that. what's funny? As you're saying this, I think like... Because I have been able to master the gameplay of it and I feel like I am in control of the time cycle, I never feel, I didn't feel like I was under pressure once when I was playing that. Because of that, that allows me to have the time and space to really soak in the moments, really soak in what's going on between um, the Skull Kid and the Giants to soak in the Anju and Cafe thing, the Pamela and her dad who is like a half undead. Oh my God. Um, Nightmare. (laughs) There is so much like in this game that I think if I didn't like, it was kind of like I got to play, like watch someone play through it, but just focus on the the story as much as, and I, I would have thought that for me, my favorite thing about a game wouldn't be the story inside and like, characters it would be like the gameplay but here i am so yeah um anyway i totally totally agree with that because it's the if you think about it completely the stark opposite of you know what what most people are thinking now is the best zelda which i'm sure will change in a few years which is breath of the wild right yeah breath of the wild has this was have this great sprawling story but if you really play it like it's it's a lot of it it's implied to you like a lot of it's oh Mm -hmm. this this could have been the ranch this could have been that and like a lot of it is is you doing the work and maybe me because i'm stupid i love majority because it is nothing's implied everyone's personal drama is almost heartbreakingly and exhaustingly rendered to you every minute of the day and it changes as the days progress and then you're constantly in this sense of dread and denial and and you know that the five stages of grief that almost every character is kind of going through and you as uh this character this avatar for them kind of go through it with them i feel like that that is like such that for me i just love that all that everyone had so much things to tell you about their day and since this and since this does definitely um dovetail into gameplay why don't we just keep why don't we just keep going with that that as our maybe our first topic of gameplay is just please like the the world like the world of it is is a character in and of itself and it's something that you have to reckon with right away like i think one of the first things they teach you in the game is that you in order to progress you have to like stay up to to until you see the woman walking in the in the in the like in the quad or whatever and then that guy comes up and steals something from oh, right. her. Yes. And it's sort of like your first moment where you realize that like you're you're contending with people's schedules. And I think yep. that that's probably that's something that's so to me the game just wants you to wants you to reckon with right away is that like things are going to happen and they're going to happen at certain times. So you in order to play this game the right way, you're going to have to track everybody. Yeah. And, and that might be one of the best things to do once you start in Termina is just pick an NPC and just track where they go and what they do. Yes. You know? And that's something that I think because I know it so instinctually, I'm not even doing that anymore because I know, all right, at 10 p.m. on the night of the first day, mm-hmm. that woman's going to get robbed in North Clock Town. Yeah. Yeah. At, it's actually midnight. 
Midnight. Oh, midnight, great. Yeah. Great. Thank you, July. Mm-hmm. Keep me you know, honest. I really up, appreciate What's messed that. up about that is that Tingle watches the whole thing. I know. absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. That's, also, this that's is the first bastard. Tingle game, right? Yeah, this yeah. is Tingle's introduction. I'm surprised we didn't lead with that. What is everybody's... Yeah. I, I do want to hear, though, what is everybody's favorite NPC, guy. NPC moment? Like, what is everyone's favorite sort of... Ooh, I, I, guess, I have one. I don't know if this is si- side quests, but, like, uh, for me, it's definitely, like, the the little girl and the zombie dad. Like, to me, that's just, like, it's so... Mm-hmm. I love that one. ...wild, wow. and, like, and it's so dark, and the fact that you keep resetting time, and you know you don't save them in the end, really? Yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. dark. <laughs> that's probably the most difficult thing to live with in the game. I've never I, thought about that. <laughs> yeah. This time I, I journaled about this. Yeah. I was like, I it's really sticking out to me like how uh, really dire and really just depressing it is that you could save someone, but if you don't do it on your final playthrough, they're mm-hmm. technically yeah. not saved. Even at the end of the game, you see this like closing cutscenes of everyone's happy because you've technically done it. Yeah. But it is like, oh, it just reminds me of how like you can try to save these people and to um, do right by them, but you're almost always just delaying the inevitable, yeah. which felt a little too close to home for me in life in general, honestly. Well, the game ends with the Deku Butler grieving over the death of his son. Yes. That's I think my, that drives that's my that favorite, uh, talking about NPCs, that, that's my favorite. That that, end, that ending scene, you know, the Deku Butler is so, um, he's almost such a forethought in, 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 in that story arc, and then at the end to see that, and then that's when you realize that the first mass you got that that was a person too. Like for him, for me, that yeah. was a huge twist. I thought he just turned you into something. No, you were you possessed the spirit. So uh, for Jeremy being the, um, the 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 girl and the dad, for me that will be the dad group that butler and the son. Wow. What about, uh, July, you said you had one. Yes, I do. Thank you. It's um, that smile. <laughs> it's got for me. It's got to be the hand coming out of the weird no, hole, of course, looking oh for God. TP. Knew it. Oh wow! Because that really. <laughs> That really connected with me. I, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. You've been, you've been inside of a toilet asking strangers oh, yeah. for toilet paper? I've been inside of a house and I can only reach my hand out to <laughs> sort of <laughs> look claw. for some tea. Yeah, claw. <laughs> Wait, what it, where is this in, in the game? Shout this out is to in the, in the inn. hotel. Yeah. You don't in know. It's terminal? in the inn. In yeah. The inn. Yeah, it's in the yeah. stockpot inn. There's it like, only happens at night. Yeah, you could totally miss that. That's I the think thing. I might have missed this. This like it's how you, you get a miss piece of heart. So much in this game, doing a f- like what would seem like a completed playthrough. Um, yeah. You could never talk to this little hand that wants a piece of paper. Who <laughs> I, I gave you him- can play the whole game and not do the Anju quest. You know what I mean? Yeah, like- mm-hmm. you could ignore that. Uh-huh. Um, that's an easy one to be like, oh, that's my favorite. But this time, Jeremy. I mean, I was really feeling the 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 Pamela and her dad one and yeah. Ikana. Wow. Ikana, to me too. Like, I think all of the regions are really they're really wonderful in their in their own way. They've got a really distinct style and atmosphere. I love the, how the music is basically the same theme, but it adjusts for where you are. Right. Um, but I felt like. On this playthrough, there was so like Ikana's the smallest area, but it's oh, got it? so much more packed into it, um, uh, and it feels really, really dense just in that 
little space. I should, what I, should, yeah. Oh, yeah, go, July, sorry. What I like about that specifically is that there's still so much lore that is unexplained with um, the Garu, the, th- the thieves, and... yeah. And their is war this, against f- the the dead uh, in the graveyard, the the dead skeletons. Doesn't one of them? Doesn't one of them kill themselves in the game? Like blows himself up with the bomb. They all do. They all kill themselves yeah. because because um, you beat them, right? You beat them. Yeah. 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 Is, and that's also completely fucked up. Like, yeah. 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 It's a that is a really dark area. We should we should explain too, like for people who've never maybe never played the game that like this this game for being. It's weird. It's like it's actually in some ways way less messy than Ocarina of Time. So Ocarina has like you go on a you're going on a quest, right? So you're like you maybe have to do a little pu- a town puzzle, I'll call it, before you do your big uh, temple. Yeah. This game is actually no different than that, except it's more rigidly so. We're like so if you're gonna go do the 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 forest temple, the debt for the Deku's or whatever. Like you have to do this whole puzzle quest and then it's temple. And it's like that for every single one where there's like a big wind up to getting to the place where you do the temple. For example, I think the Akana one, if I'm not mistaken, isn't like isn't there the the puzzle to get into that temple? There's there's so much to that one. Yeah. First, you've got to have gone to the the area where the 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 all the skeletons are with that like king who's asleep. Get you the have big to skeleton fights you. Yeah. Oh right. You have yeah. to go underground and learn the song the of well, storms. Yeah. Yes. Then you have to go into the well and play the song of storms so that the f- river flows, so that Pamela comes out, so you can sneak up and heal her dad, so you can get the the undead mask, so you can go through the well and then do the castle, and yeah. then that's when you can go to the temple. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Wow. And and it's like and you know the Great Bay I think is my my favorite example of it where you like you have to contend with the Zoras and the the Gerudo, yeah, Gerudo or whatever, and like that whole sequence oh, is just uh very, it's like it both elements feel very borrowed from ocarina but when they're smashed together i think the implied i have another favorite npc by the way oh yeah <laughs> well i was just gonna say the implied like uh world building of everybody of all these different races getting together and, and meeting and hanging out and knowing each other and having beef or whatever like that's all like really fun that's all really fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the great base sequence does that perfectly. Cause like, you know, the, the, the Goron area is pretty contained to just Gorons, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and whatever they're going through. And, and so is the, the forest area, but then like the, the like kind of undead area. And then the great Bay, like that's a lot of everything kind of mashing together and mixing it up right. with each other. And I think mm-hmm. that's, it's cool in a way that, uh, Ocarina, Everything is very isolated and far away from one another, you know. So who's your other uh, NPC? I've got a guess. Oh, please guess. uh, But I can give you a hint, too. Go for it. It's uh, him saying Gerudo reminded me of it. It's the guy who wants the picture of one of the guards. Yeah, the pervert. (laughs) Yeah. So you as Link, how did you all do that, by the way? Because I... Um, I'm always pervert. going to get the he stone mask before I even go over there, that's, so that I can that's just how you do it, yeah. be right up in their face and snap a photo. Mm-hmm. Did you two use the stone masks, the two mm-hmm. newbies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, did I jumped yeah. on the boat with the stone mask and just took a nice big old selfie? 
And you so took again, a selfie. July's favorite <laughs> yeah. characters are a man covered in shit and uh-huh. a pervert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, cool. <laughs> but well, Connor game, called him a pervert. He just wanted a photo. This game is full of people covered in shit and perverts, though. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. this game hmm, has I don't know the, what you mean. Has the most and like the wildest NPC personalities. Mm-hmm. Like mm. even compared to Ocarina, which I think has wild NPCs in it. Like yeah. this one has like some true crazy characters. Here, here's yeah. something I want to add on as we're talking about these these worlds and their personality or these regions. I think something that this game, I think that the time mechanic of the three day cycle actually makes. It doesn't make the world feel as stale as a normal Ocar- like a normal mm-hmm. Zelda game. So yeah. if you're going through Ocarina, every time you visit a region, with minor exceptions of maybe when you're doing the quest for them, the people you interact with are going to be doing the exact same thing, have the exact same dialogue, which is normal yeah. for a game. Mm-hmm. But this game, every time you visit them, it could be one of three days. They mm-hmm. could be going through something new. And even though... That is exactly what will happen if you reset time. I think that almost like buys it, buys this game um, some, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but some like uh, authenticity. I don't know what it is. I agree with you. There's there's also a really cool thing with the, they do with the day and night cycle where it's like, I mean, Ocarina has this as well, but like I feel because of the three days, you you know you, you see someone get up go to work and then go home and go to bed yeah. and then you kind of and I feel I feel like that adds the authenticity of just seeing someone being at work and still being like yeah my husband's missing I have to work but like this sucks yeah, yeah. um so I, I I I'm I'm running out of time but I wanted to get through I want to before about- you leave you we, you got to give us your favorite mask and your. F- I guess you said your favorite quest, but well, I would lo- yeah, I would love to just talk really quickly about masks and dungeons before I head out because those Please. are probably the two biggest things. But so my favorite mask is uh, it's hard. I really liked the Goron mask. I really liked like being mm, the big fella cool. and then like rolling around to me. That was just like a a lot of fun. And I feel like um, I feel like that that also coincided with like I really liked the Fire Temple. I really like the first two temples and snowhead and, and snowhead. Yeah. And, uh, so my mem, even though I do like the way link looks as the Zora and with the rock and roll guitar, and I love a lot of those moves and I didn't actually hate swimming in this game that much, but I did, uh, find that temple to be just like such, uh, so tough to get through. <laughs> yeah. And because Ooh. I was doing all the fairies to all the dungeons, um, the whole time. So, Man, that that particular one just really got me good. There's was, one fairy in that one that I had to look up, and yeah. I afterwards I was like, oh, maybe I could have figured that out, but yeah, yeah. But I would say to me, um, and I'm interested to hear how you guys feel. I I I see a a, a kind of beauty to all the dungeons and their layouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I found that this game has two pretty exceptional early dungeons and then that that water temple and then that last dungeon being like excruciatingly difficult and confusing even though there's stuff in them that i love the ideas behind like i love the idea behind the light you having to like explode different walls and and ceilings to get light to come through to reflect and change different parts of that last or temple. the whole temple flipping over yeah oh my gosh it just to me it just seemed, seemed to go on and on and more more gimmicks and more insane 
uh, things to have to contend with. And it just was like that last temple, especially man, I was like, what is going on here? It was, it was, it was, I was so turned around. Uh, I'm interested to hear from Mauricio and Connor a little bit about what, how, how do you feel about that last temple or those last two temples? Oh, it's not me, but go ahead. Well, I want to hear from you too, you Ty, but ahead? I, I want to, I guess all three. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I, well, I just feel like you might agree with me more than they, than they might. No, I agree. It was difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Mauricio, how do you feel? Um, I uh, am, uh, I guess favorite mask, we mean transformations, right? And like yeah. by that, I think that the Sora thing, because I think that the Sora, well, he's in a rock and roll band and everyone knows famously, I went to Warp Tour once at least. Yeah. <laughs> at um, least. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe you know. Maybe I did merch I want. Yeah. Will, will I? Knows? Will we find out we'll about that know. in other other times I come in for another episode? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Probably if not. you plant uh, that bean like, now, let it grow later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what band I saw kiss a teenager? Uh, guess uh, what? Yeah. You'll probably write. That's a fun band. That's a fun game to play. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think that this is the. And I said this on your stream. I think this is the best swimming in any video game. Like there, it's never been better. It is, this is what it is. It's perfect. It's perfected swimming. It's it's, so I, it was a joy to swim, and I think because of that, and as obtuse as the water temple is, there's something fun about it. Also, it's also like a factory for some reason. It's like super yeah, bizarre. It's really, really industrial. Weird. Like I, I love it. I, I, I remember as a kid just enjoying it, and there's just all these like macabre things that are just going on in it that I just, just really, really love. So that that yeah. would be my my pick. Great, um, I guess I never thought about it. Great Base is my favorite place of them all, and I hate the beach. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I, I like Great Bay too, though. It's got a lot of funky, funky shit going on. Connor, Very what's funky. what's your answer though for like those later temples and some of those areas? I remember like really having a tough time and not liking the great bay temple growing up and i remember being fascinated but having a very difficult time with stone tower now my two favorite temples are stone tower and then snowhead oh nice! Um, i love something about that central room with the pillars that you yeah. gotta punch mm -hmm. and uh all the switches you gotta hit as you're going up and up the stairs but stone tower to awakening. me what'd you say a little bit of Link Awakening's last uh, last temple. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, I and Stone Tower for me is just absolutely my favorite one. Um, I, I but I know that to be true now because like I the tricks in that because my brain has like made those connections before. Mm -hmm. Even if I don't know it immediately, it's almost like a little mini confidence booster where I'm like, I know I can get through this here and there's a solution and I can do it. But, but it's also like right on the tip of my brain. Yeah, um, right. But I do love that. I love the, I love in this game how you have like almost every temple has too many bosses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> They're making up even, for like some of the, the length of the game, I think by, yes. by cramming a lot of stuff in. And mm -hmm. they do repeat Never a few of, that. of those. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't like the whiz robe, battles i think they're really boring because he doesn't change his gimmick in any of the temples mm -hmm. he just after you hit him three times i think he starts disappearing but i love i love those temples but i will say my least favorite boss is i mean i don't actually like the bosses in this game very much mm. i like oh, the I love, first i love two. them they're always so weird they're always you don't fight them with the sword hardly ever except for um the first one right that is fun the that they one, make you use the masks 
you're you're basically racing the the goat and you're that's the best i mean the yeah that's super cool that's super fun goat is incredible is goat the fire temple one yeah yes that one's great where yeah you have to like rush rolling towards him that one's it's really, a chase yeah it's a chase it's cool. i like that it's you keep most... saying fire temple it's the snow snowhead <laughs> it's, like more, temple. Of an, it's more of an ice temple <laughs> yeah well there's <laughs> there's lots of fire stuff in that from what i remember magma there's definitely magma uh, yeah bit, there's magma on the floor yeah yeah, yeah. um I, but you're right though there's it's unconventional because it's not just clearly oh this is a water temple oh this is a fire temple oh this is a grass temple mm-hmm. grass type yeah. temple it's uh it is that they do mix genres or mix biomes a lot in they this. do and yeah. even um with the even though i don't like the last boss very well very much and georg is fine um which is the fish in great bay i oh, think it's cool me, think. that in really? each of the yeah. i think it's cool that in each of the temples you're 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 getting all these arrow upgrades you get the bone yeah. arrow but you get the other equipment outside of the temples um i and i also love how they use those elements through through all four it's especially the last yeah, three right. is really great yeah i uh so uh, one last thing i'll say before i head out of this episode is that i did enjoy the final boss fight with majora and i did it as link i never got the uh the, the fierce deity, f- oh. fierce deity mask. isn't it hard it was tough but it, the, to me the game the challenge of the game was never in the battle mechanics it was always usually with racing against time and figuring out the puzzle of the temples and stuff before you run out uh but yeah i it's weird i i i really want to go back and get this fierce deity mask and like play the see the game all the way through and finish a lot of these side quests it makes that battle like 20 seconds Oh yeah. really? Yeah, it's so overpowered. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But I do think that something to to add to that, it does have this interesting kind of uh, like last kind of dungeon to the game where you have to talk to these children and give them masks and like so there's creepy. a certain s- sadness and creepiness to those kids because what is what do they really represent? Who are they? Are they the giants? Are they the bosses? They what kind are they? of like, look like, like the Happy Max mask salesmen a little definitely. bit as kid versions. Mm-hmm. Oh, some, something that I think Jeremy would like before he leaves and. Mm-hmm. I do want to hear about july your favorite mass and thing is mm-hmm. uh I, I think jeremy you would like this and i think connor already knows the happy mass salesman was based on shigeru miyamoto oh weird yeah yeah oh, that's why wow. he has a, a mario mask in his back and he's he's kind of like he smiles a lot but he, yeah. you know he's known he's known for having being a happy dude in on, on public yeah. but it, it, it's known infamously oh, that wow. he's got a famous temper Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and and the mask yeah. salesman kind of does have that too. He can like oh, yeah. switch on a dime. Yeah. yeah. There's there's so much. I wish I could uh, talk more about about the atmosphere, especially that ending sequence, which I think is masterful. I think this game mm-hmm. has a really oh, strong opening and strong yeah. and strong ending. Uh, and then yeah, what's going on with that mask guy? What's going on with Skull Kid? Like, there's just so much here. The Giants. You guys got to talk about the Giants and just how like. How just how like crazy long their legs like, are? How long their legs are? <laughs> like the sages make so much sense because it's just like oh they represent each little they're like spirits and or they're something. just strong and magic. Yeah, they're just magic. The giants are just big monsters. The giants are like you're like th- there's they're something like body Muppets. horror going on with <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, they are like just, Muppets. Yeah, which I'm just yeah like kind of like Muppets where I'm just like it it, it really. I don't know. There's, I think your imagination, especially if you're younger playing this game, this game does a lot to your imagination that makes it probably go right. run wild, which... I have which another I, favorite N- NPC. Yeah. <laughs> What's your other favorite NPC? But what, before I go. 
It's the grandma who doesn't like <laughs> the cooking of uh, Angie's cooking. She yes. pretends to be like senile so she won't eat her cooking. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, hey, finish strong. I love you all, Mauricio. It's good to hang out, and I can't wait to hear the rest of this episode. Thanks, Jeremy. See you later. See you guys. Bye. I love you. Jeremy's escaping Termina before the moon crashes. That's what he's doing right now. No, and we're all going to be nice. together as the moon crashes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I hope to see those big naked yellow giants. <laughs> me too. Uh, me too. One one body of a, a bald black body and then just limbs. <laughs> it's it's very it's almost as if like you had your legs and arms coming out of your head is what those now, guys are. This is interesting. You, I believe, you hear about the giants before you ever really see them. Mm-hmm. Did when you finally, so you know, you know that they exist in the four places that the toll kind of really heavily applied to you before you see them. Was anyone like, "What the fuck?" When they saw them first, they're like, "Oh, that's not what I thought a giant would look like." I'm yeah. certain that I was confused. It July, blew me away. it was more it recent. Made me for uncomfortable. You. Yeah. Do you remember at all, July? What your did you have expectations for that? Were you like confused? I was confused. Yeah, I, I it did seem. Didn't it feel like they might show their dick or something? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I didn't actually think that might happen. You know, like tar- you know, like how like it, it gave me like real like Adam and Eve vibes because they kind of have like a shrub hiding whatever yeah. their little. Oh sure, I thought that was, thought that was their beard. Oh okay. Well, I don't know. I, oh, I think it is their beard. <laughs> Could be their July's. Beard. July's fixated on their. Very tall crotches, um, which I don't blame you. Uh, hey, sorry, but my favorite mask tall. has to be Troop Leader mask. Which oh, is, I love the Troop Leader. I br- I one hundred percent knew this was coming. I I, oh, I saw did? this coming a mile away, dude. <laughs> because it's like you don't really need to use it, and it's but it's a fun one of the masks that it's. You're basically wearing a Luigi mask, and it's crying all yes. the time. Oh, yeah. that's the one you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yes. Sorry, the the troop leader mask is a different one. That's the chicken. That's mask. a chicken. Yeah. yeah, the Bremen mask. That's Bremen mask. Yeah, troop leader is the Luigi face. Yes, the one of the the brothers who uh, who try to steal the milk from uh, Kremia and. Uh, I feel I forget the other girl's name that you help out, but that's another great little side quest. There's stories, another bleak one where super bizarre. That one doesn't, yeah. co- doesn't connect to anything. It's just they're they're having this own thing going on with it's aliens. Aliens like, are there, dude. This aliens game, are in this game canonically. Yes, I feel like I've told people that, and they've been like, "What are you talking about?" And it's like, "Yeah, there's an alien abduction of cows if you just let it play out." Yeah. Um, that I, I love I love that kind of like unrelatedness thing to it. Uh, there's uh, I guess ever played the Tales series? I uh, know, like Tales of Symphonia or whatever. Oh, they're one of my favorite games. They're they're great, even though most of them are complete ass. But like um, <laughs> Tales of Symphonia is perfect. There's one I think it's like uh, the last good one uh, was one the one for the PS3, the, uh, Tales of Cilia. Hmm. And in it, uh, midway through your quest, you go through this church, and there's someone who's just like, oh, there's this dark, evil lord that's going to come, and it's going to be, like, so fucked up, and it's going to be crazy. And, he, and then you go through the you, – you, it's a side quest, and you end up, like, stopping the priest from doing it. And then the cutscene is, like, you see a hand kind of rise through that, like, through that place, and you're like, oh, my god. And then, you know, well, you play that game, they announce, like, there's a Tales of Cilia 2, so you're like, that must be the dude they actually did it or whatever. Never comes up again. It's just just a bizarre thing that's in those games. Weird. 
Um, yeah. There, there is a connection that um, I think I've noticed before actually from the ranch to the town is that they that's where the milk comes from Country. for the milk yeah. bar. Yes. And also Kremia, who's the older sister, is like best friends with Anju. Yes, and there's dialogue yes. that is optional depending on what you do where mm-hmm. Anju's mother is like begging her to leave town. Yes, you can and, like eavesdrop, right? Yeah, and she mentions that maybe Cafe could be having a, or maybe had an affair or something, or, yes, or was like really? maybe interested with Kremia. She's kind of like putting that in her mind, like she's he's moved on. That's why he hasn't been around. He's probably with her. Yeah, it's definitely wow. like manip- manipulative mom sort of thing because yeah. she doesn't know Cafe's that kid with a keton mask running around. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that. So it's it's funny. I forget how much of this game <laughs> uh, you can just uncover more and more uh, sort of like layers and elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing that pops up is Kramia is like, yeah, I'll give you some of this like specific milk that kind of gets you a little drunk on the third day because she knows like the moon's going to fall so she's trying to numb her younger sister as yes they i wait to I die never thought of that yeah that's she's try- so fucked yeah she's trying to like make her not even think about it like mm-hmm. they're gonna i think like lay in bed together and she's gonna be tipsy and hopefully like fall asleep so yep. she doesn't ex- like experience the moon crashing which is still probably you probably feel that even if you're <laughs> if you're asleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel that like we've been focusing a lot on in this game. Obviously, it's this kind of dread atmosphere. The yes. Every character, especially the human ones. Um, but I do believe, and we're talking about gameplay right now a little bit, right? Oh yeah, um, absolutely. So I do think that we should talk about something that is. I feel like the uh, the developers' answer to that which is the something that we haven't even brought up once yet is the bomber's notebook. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Love it. And the, the bomber's notebook is something that keeps, keeps track of your good deeds and how, and most of your good deeds are making people happy. It's kind yeah. of like almost like a death stranding kind of thing where you can only be positive to people. You can only do things that affect them positively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so honestly, this is the first stranding game and Hideo Kojima is, yes, out. but like, um, <laughs> but like, I do believe that it's, it's a game where you're right. Like once you reset everything, ultimately all your tragedies, all these tragedies are not just destined to happen, but have to happen. Yes. Uh, um, uh, but you do keep, at least you yourself keep this notebook of the times that you at least fought against fate for all these characters. And mm. like that resonates with you, the play. It's something that you carry with you and that's for you. And the happiness that you, you at least try to fight and, and, and make them happy. I, I, I do believe that's part of, you fighting against the the atmosphere of dread that every every character seems fucking sad in this game, and it's yeah. the one time that they're happy is when you you yourself try to make them happy and succeed to lesser extent. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, there is that sort of like, I guess, positivity to it as you're going through that. Even if you're not like you didn't save this person this time, or you didn't help the cows not get taken away this time, like that you have done that. And that you are fulfilling that, even if it's almost just for Link, 
Um, yeah, because sometimes you get masks, sometimes you get heart pieces and bottles, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes, sometimes I believe it's just like a money, you know, which, which makes it almost meaningless. Yeah, which can just go away when you reset time unless you deposit it. This this playthrough, I have never deposited so much money into the bank. I deposited like twenty five hundred rupees, and um, I don't think I'd ever done more than like to get the adult's wallet before. If you do, do five thousand, you get a piece of heart, I believe. I did not do that. Yeah. And you know what? I'll say, I was constantly depositing at the end of literally every time I was going to reset. I was like, I'm going, even if it's fifty rupees. Yeah. I did that throughout the entire game, and I wasn't even close to five grand. Did you? Did you save up and do that? Yeah, you have to basically rupee farm at that point. Yeah. yeah. Which I did is at the um. Not the Stone Temple, but there's like another section before you get to Stone Temple. Yeah, the Ikana Castle. Yes, Ikana Castle. Yes. You can just wear a Gibdo mask and defeat all the undeads and they'll give you tons of rupees. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Um we were talking about favorite masks earlier, and I did want to jump in a little bit. A mask that I think is it's not essential for this game, but sometimes I feel like it is, is the bunny hood. And yeah, we oh, have to talk about it. It's, I, I think it the it's the item, right? Yeah, it is like always got it on one of my little C buttons um, mm-hmm. or on the 3DS, any of them. Uh, and it makes Link run, I think, twice as fast, but he also can jump a lot farther. He becomes like Sonic. Yeah, almost. he has also like a hankering for carrots. Yeah, you do have to constantly feed Link carrots as he's happening. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Lola Bunny, um, I love the bunny. uh, You do have to keep reading that. You do have to read that text later, Joel. No, no, I won't. Obviously, Connor doesn't want to hear the text. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, I do think that the the bunny hood is the, the, the... the Han Solo of this of this game, right? Like it's what stood out. It's what we. I feel like even people who've never played this game know that it, it, it now know it's known as an item because it's iconic. Of this it's it's yeah it's it's a thing that I think it's a thing that stands out most out of this game than anything else. Which is weird because it's game has fucking horrible like body and muscles transformation sequences. But like, it's yeah. like, oh no, he puts on the hood and he's fast. Yeah, I it's think on, it, it's in Smash Bros. It's mm-hmm. definitely the that's true. It's definitely the mask that sticks out to me the most. I think there's other parts of the game um, that uh, that like override that for me. But yeah, as far as masks go, ever since I first played this game, it was just like a necessity. Um, I did you July on this playthrough? Did you get the fierce deity? Oh yeah, I I did all the masks oh, stuff, sick. and I think I maybe went halfway through the game before I started doing um, like the side quests to get the masks because yes. if you're just going through the game you will just get a, some of the masks just by yeah. virtue of playing through the game yeah I think at least half of them I want to say yeah Um. so here's something I want to actually talk to you both about Um. at the we've touched on this but at the end of the game after you have uh, saved the four giants, completed the four temples. When you use the oath to order the song that calls them to stop and hold up the moon, mm-hmm. you... <laughs> that almost sounded like the song of time a little bit, but it's so good. Anyway, 
You get up in the moon, and we were talking about these kids earlier. You could either go fight Majora's Mask immediately, talk mm-hmm. to the kid wearing that, or you could talk to one of the four kids wearing the remains of the bosses you beat. Right. And what they want is – they're so interesting because not only are you, they they want masks, so you give them masks to, quote-unquote, play with them, which means you're just like going through a mini temple themed based off the remains they've gotten – Here's something that I never felt until this time. It was really hard for me to give away these masks. Even the ones yes. that I had previously didn't care about. I was like, oh, I feel like I'm giving away, like I'm saying goodbye to this quest or this person who gave it mm-hmm. to me this time. Did you relate to that at all? Oh, yeah. I, I I almost felt like by the third or fourth kid asking, okay, more. I want more. I want more. I'm like, no, I'm not going to give you more why do you need (laughs) like but it totally is that it's like you're giving it's like if uh you're starting a new life in a sense like you're giving away all your things and you're hopefully uh you know upgrading to something better or or, or moving on definitely you think that was you think that was intentional by uh the developers because that's that's actually a really uh, good point. I never thought of it. Moving on, giving, putting away childish things, and yeah, you know, becoming kids. an adult. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. It could um, have been. I felt like I did. You pick the mess like the way, like oh, the ones I care least about, and then by the end of it, I was like, it was like oh, I have to get rid of that funny. That's what I did. Or, yeah, like, whatever. It, it was In really fact, hard. Yeah, I was, I was like trying to write down my thoughts as I played through this game, and I journaled at this point, and I. The last four masks that I gave away were the Bremen mask, so the troop leader, the little eagle that you can play a song. I gave away, because I was, I don't know, I felt like connected to that that pissed off guy who who teaches you the song of storms in Ocarina, who who tells you all about this troop leader he hates, who gives it to you, and then the depressed guy you play the song for to actually get the bunny hood. Um, Or will you collect the little chicks and they turn into chickens, which Mm -hmm. I love that part. Um... So it was the Bremen mask, the captain's mask, which is the skeleton one. Um, uh, uh, the Oh, no, sorry, not the captain's mask. The Gibdo mask, which was the undead one, because yeah. Pamela's father and her, I just felt so attached to that story this time. It really got you, huh? It did. And then wow. the couple's mask. And mm. of course, which is, of course, what you get for uniting Andrew and Kefe at the end. And then, of course, the bunny hood. So, yeah. but I like wrote down, I was like, these are the last four that I had a really hard time giving away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was the same for me, unless I'm trying to remember. You don't, do you give away the transformation mask as well? You keep those. No. You keep those. Okay. You keep those. Yeah. Because um, you that have the to same use for them. me. Yeah. The Brennan mask and the bunny hood are, I think, I, I don't remember the other two, but I, those for sure were the, my last Yeah. Two. Yeah, it was the first time I ever. I've always been conscious that the bunny hood was the last one I gave away because mm-hmm. I didn't know if I'd need it in one of the like sequences. Um, one thing I want to talk about um, as we sort of are like getting close to the end of our time is the the music. So we haven't talked about the music at all in this game. Any Beautiful. are there any tracks that stick out to you guys or, or any general feelings about the music that you have? I mean, the main town theme. That's a theme that. I have no problem hearing over and over again because you're. Yeah. It's what it, you you hear it, you know, because you're restarting restarting this cycle so many times over and over, and it's just like uh, it's so 
catchy and and it does have a tinge of sadness in it but Definitely. it but it but it's also it's also chipper in moments and uh, you know of course it does by the third day it, it changes a little bit especially in those last hours that's another sort of song i love too is the the song where the moon is finally going to crash it's that oh it's like really ethereal yes yes mm-hmm. it's like after the cl- the clock has like opened and then it's just sort of that like at- really atmospheric really dark song yeah it's like uh maybe even like op- opera uh, opera-esque like chants or or something like that like where you're like oh yeah this is the song you, you're hearing when you're gonna die like yeah. no you're gonna I, die i was thinking about that and there's parts of that song that it feel i feel like i can hear the instruments straining or like mm-hmm. as they're like hmm. like i you sh- i would encourage you to go re-listen to that after or some point but like i feel like i can just hear the pain of the music almost um, oh, yeah. But you also feel like you're like July, like it's like what you hear when you die. It's like because you're so close to the end. Almost. Yes. Um, sure. I love the the Clocktown music's great. I have a couple of song songs that I love. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, the Oath to Order is really cool. Um, I I love hearing the Giants sing it with you too. Uh, That's one of the best parts of the game. It's so good. <laughs> um, and then. One of my all-time favorite Zelda songs is just the song of healing, of course, Mm -hmm. that the Happy Mask Salesman teaches you and that you're playing constantly throughout the game to heal different people um, from their pain. Uh, It's so... uh, I don't know. It's like... I've just been really affected by this game and the music in it on this playthrough, and that one I love. Um, The Astral uh, place where you're looking through the the observatory. That's a great song yeah that one's so like uh charming and just uh like positive mm-hmm. um mauricio do you have any songs that come to mind for you uh yeah i, I was really trying to to hear you guys because I, I was so curious about this myself for me i feel like when when you um enter the great bay and the song just comes in you see the bay and that you hear the squawk. That the, I know the squawking isn't part of it, but like it goes so well with that song. Like yeah. the birds, the seagulls, all that. <laughs> I feel like there's a certain amount of. Like, I, th- I feel like we're, we'll be u- overusing this word a bunch, but just dread and, and lethargy and, and sadness. Oh, yeah. I remember that song really sticking to I me. Feel like I remember, especially uh, there. Yeah. For whatever yeah, reason. It's something about that song, that, that place. I, you know what it is? It might be the child endangerment element of it, that the fact that uh, the, the lead singer of the band has lost her children and like that. That's like a very different sadness to the, just like, I might die, but also like my kids have been taken away. And I feel like it adds to a certain amount of shittiness to it. I think so. Another thing that sort of just came to me was that the other three regions, I mean, you're going to a swamp, you're going to a like death canyon, a death canyon, you're going to a like dangerous snow mountain, but the Great Bay, I feel like normally you might be like, oh, it's the beach, it's going to be fun and, and awesome. And it's this like dreary, sometimes overcast, just place that's like oh i'm not seeing this in its best light mm-hmm. by any means it also seems dirty right like it seems like it's full of carcasses yeah. like, everywhere and shit like it's like it truly is like just almost disgusting to be there yeah and, like, probably coming um, from the 
the Gyarado and their all their industrial stuff over there. Yeah, the, te- maybe the, the temple's temple. a giant machine. Yeah, exactly. So it's, there's something about it that just seems, and I think like for most of the game, just doesn't seem quite right. Uh, the the music in Terminal, uh, I remember it shocked me when I realized my first playthrough that it the third day and it might be in the second day too. It just speeds up to that level of like you're just feeling mm-hmm. it. It feels like it feels like the the music feels um feels like everyone can hear it. You know what I mean? It feels yeah. like everyone is everyone kind of speeds. I think everyone moves a little faster. It might be just my make my imagination, but like I feel like there's a level of anxiety not just felt by the player, but by by the NPCs and the, the way they're programmed. It looks like they're all moving a little faster. They're a little, a little quirkier. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it gels just so perfectly, and I feel like. Uh, the music here just again just just every time something is happening meaningful with the characters it the music has is orchestrating almost perfectly i feel like for a karina and i hate to keep drawing these comparisons no but i remember the only music time that i ever felt where both things mesh perfectly was at the end with uh ganondorf yeah you know oh my uh, when Gan- oh, sure. when you're going up that, and then all of a sudden you realize that the person playing the uh, the piano was uh, was Gandalf. Yes, that, the, that to me blew the, me away. The organ going up the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bum, yeah, I remember that the, the perfect sync of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just and it and I feel like it's. I mean, like that's one of like the best moments of any video game ever. Like that that whole thing. But I think like like the, a lot of inspiration from that to this game, and like just anytime you enter somewhere. Or anytime you're doing something, there's some sort of um, importance given to those moments that the, mm-hmm. that the music is really going well. And I just, and again, and the more we talk about this, the more I realize this is a game, and especially when we're watching you play it too, I realize maybe this is my favorite game, but and it might not even be my favorite game, it might be just my favorite piece of media because yeah. it's not even playing it that I love so much. It's just experiencing this world. Like it just feels unlike anything else. I'm like, I, I remember watching other people play Ocarina and I, I get bored because I want to play it but in this watching you play it or in other playthroughs I'm not where I, I it always because it's so smaller it's so constricted it seems like within every few steps or something else going on something something more beautiful happening and and, 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 and some more sadness to uncover seriously though um uh what you were talking something I wanted to make sure not to forget because honestly we're gonna leave out stuff because we can't yeah. possibly in like a two-hour podcast talk about everything something that i love that sort of a occasional recurring thing in zelda is riding a giant turtle and you get to do that in the great bay after yeah. Lulu, you play lulu the song and then that turtle comes out i love that turtle it's a great it's song so cool. too it is oh yeah it's um i can like remember a lot of these songs and just the way they sound um not just like the themes that you're hearing out like in the regions but the actual songs you learn mm-hmm. uh lastly on the music and this is all i have to say so if you two have more to share please do but um i really love how through both the the region music and the temple music mm-hmm. it's basically the same thing in every region it's just tuned to that um that region's instrument or that locale like oh, i don't know i never thought about that yeah so i like go back and like i mean the next time you play it just keep an ear out for mm-hmm. that but i love the way they do that and my favorite thing with the exception i actually think of uh the the stone tower temple uh-huh. that's its own tune but then when it flips 
it's like a di- it's like a flipped version of the music that's even creepier. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's gives great. me vibes of like you were sharing July earlier about the music right before the moon's gonna come down. Mm-hmm. That same sort of like creepiness and etherealness to it. And I that's feel what's like great is, about. I feel like there's I've so never that. many. It's great. <laughs> I feel like there's so many tracks like that in the game, which I love. That just give you that sense of. Um, you know, hopelessness and uh, Icona Canyon is especially because that's just li- literally it's a place where all these spirits and, and dead uh, uh, creatures and beings reside, uh, like the ninjas that appear only if you're wearing that ninja yes. mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the last real thing I wanted to talk about before we maybe wrap up, unless again, always feel free to to share stuff at the end. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that door open. The last thing, music box music is very cool and it's reminiscent to the oh, yeah. music in um, Mario 64 with the ghosts. Yeah. With booze. Absolutely. Oh, I, oh, wow. These are, I, I, I guess as a kid, I, you know, apart from me famously going to Warped Tour, I, I never really <laughs> uh, noticed uh, a lot of music stuff, but I, 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 honestly, and I know I just said maybe it's not like I want to replay again, but now I kind of want to replay because I hear all this music. I never thought that it was the same stuff. You know? And something that I think Connor's been saying a lot about how Ikana uh, Canon had such a big impact on him. I remember as a kid, that was my least favorite part. And I think mm-hmm. it's because it made me the saddest. Yes. Like, I think, yeah. it, I think it's like the most, like, gut-wrenching right before the ending where everything is just complete bleak and like i i remember as a kid i being like oh, i wanted to get through this as quickly as possible yeah. like you know realizing uh you know surprise surprising no one i am a person that has a, a lot of mental health uh, issues and uh, mm-hmm. I, I i suffer from severe uh, manic depression and now it's like oh yeah that makes sense that's why <laughs> i would not want to be in a world that feels like my head all the time mm-hmm. yeah definitely that's wow thank you for sharing that that's so so interesting i think yeah all that sadness was strangely why i liked it the most this time because i was like yeah also i i talked about this when i was to my journal but i think you know being a lot older now and having gone through a lot more um and experiencing a lot of the thoughts and feelings that these characters and people you meet are feeling and not really having done that for a while growing up it just Mm -hmm. felt more uh more close to home too which i think was also why it was really cool um well that's another interesting thing is that you're a kid experiencing all these adult problems and you're trying to help all these adults with their problems and in that process at the very end when you give up all your masks your your childhood your toys essentially you become an adult and you're sort of painted by um Majora's mask as the bad guy, the villain. Yes. Like, let's wow. play. You're playing the bad guy. Yeah. They say, I let's play that. good guys and bad guys. Yeah. And then uh, it's it's really nuts. On that same note, this sort of like dovetails. You, you, tell, me, you, t- you tell me about this. I mean, you, you we talk about it like this, and you tell me how this is not everyone's the best game of all time. Like, seriously. Like, hey, it might be. Like, hey, these, I, these, I, these, I, I'm, I was. These yeah. things. I was really taken by it this playthrough i love it yeah um, and, and like like much like all of us when we were kids we tried to get two people to get married you know after one yeah. of them became a child always we've all yeah. been through that uh and succeeded thankfully um which is 
hopefully fun for them, but that seems pretty strange. Um, oh, wow, you succeeded. July, yeah, it was unfortunate. Um, July, what you were sharing um, is what I sort of want to dovetail into the last thing I really want to share, which okay. is we someone earlier called referred to this as like side quest the game, which I think mm-hmm. is fairly accurate. Um, I, I, as much as I, I really love this story, the main story, which is like, um, saving the skull kid from himself, uh, the whole idea of like friendship and, and like losing, losing your friends and wondering why people won't like you and, um, forgiveness and all that sort of thing. Uh, I love that, but the game, the main portion of it, it is you just like I think Mauricio was just sharing, solving all these adults' problems. Mm-hmm. That that's be, that becomes to me what the game is about. And then it's like, oh, once I've well, taken care of I don't want to take it. credit. That was definitely July. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, just, Mauricio. I wasn't going to say anything, but I was just going to let Connor continue. <laughs> but you were, I did see you pick up your phone and start t- angrily typing something on it. So I knew something was coming. Yeah, well, that was, I was responding to another one of these Jeremy Lola Bunny texts. Oh, another one? Jeez. Yeah, I won't read it. But, but I think Wait, I after, was like after being called out, he kept sending you the text. Like it didn't, yeah. it didn't stop his behavior at all. Yeah, no. that's actually why he left early is because he really got upset about that. That checks out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just I felt I always feel like I'm like I can't go and end this and like solve and help the skull kid and reunite Tattle and Tail, the two fairies, until I've like taken care of everybody's issues, mm-hmm. which also is like a leads into like discuss could lead into a discussion about like codependency and like taking wow. care of other people and totally taking we haven't even talked about tattle and tail yeah the 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 wow we haven't even talked about them like and they're they're so i love that the, the they're also taking a kind of like the george lucas jar jar banks thing it's like hey guess what you don't like this then he's not here and it's like yeah. in, the, in this one they're like nobby talked too damn much well guess what this person is going to uh, actively antagonize you. Yes. Right? Yeah, you're dumb as hell for not knowing how to fight these monsters. It's yeah. like, you're an idiot. Like, she oh, does cool, make dude. fun of you the whole game and just shit on you. Even at the very but end, also, she's like, yeah. she's like, we're going to go celebrate. You can go now. It's like, okay, I guess I won't be a part of this festival. <laughs> uh, I'll see three friends hanging out as I walk away, I guess. Uh, but yeah. like, it, it also, it's also cool that she has more of an active, like Nabi... It's just like, oh, like I, I'm here for your journey. In in, in a certain way, in a, she's your psychic. In a certain way, you're her psychic in the Jordan. Yes, like you're helping her finish her journey. And yeah, it's, it's such a cool inversion of that kind of relationship. Almost, and the, in- the codependency thing you said, it's really cool. Yeah, almost none of this game, with the exception of you know retrieving Epona, which is like your initial main goal. Everything you're doing, which is just consistent with everything they do in this game, is is for other people and mm-hmm. and helping them on their quest, their journey. Um, yeah, same Teaches thing. Teaches you how to be selfless, I think. And you know, this, this is, yeah. must be why I've been so selfless my whole life. Yeah, it really um, taught me to be selfless, and that's sort of why I'm the way I am. Wow, because of this Didn't game. Did you just recently play this game? Yeah, I just recently <laughs> completed the whole game, but you know, I've dabbled. Uh, I guess I was a little selfless in my past now i'm fully 100 percent selfless i've noticed that change in you july i have to say thank you in um, the past week and a half yeah exactly could you give uh, me some masks july sure take them all wow, oh, wow. Okay, cool. he passed wow. the test okay. you know he passed the test yeah no you're truly you're the, you're um, the good guy uh speaking of being selfless i've i feel like i've really gotten to share just about all of what i wanted but before we 
um, wrap up, is there anything that you two either are like, oh, you know, dude, I got to touch on this one thing, or do you either of you sort of want to like wrap up your your thoughts on this game as we sort of close out and do plugs? Uh, yeah, I can maybe talk about my theory about why this wasn't as popular as our oh, time. Oh, here it we goes. We're all waiting. The most selfless act of them all. Yes. You're waiting. Um, I think... Oh, July. <laughs> oh, no, we lost game. him. Wow, <laughs> we were just about to get... We were just about... Oh, there oh, he is. what happened? Oh, oh, my goodness. I said my theory, and I just immediately forgot it. Oh, no. No. Maybe it'll... I, Mauricio, I feel so disappointed we didn't get to hear that theory. Well, July, aside from that, was there anything else you wanted to share or sort of like wrap up about the game, um, having experienced it now? It's a game that I fi- I will find myself that I will probably revisit because I did have a lot of fun playing it this time around and, and beating the whole thing. And um, yeah, a lot of the side quests, it's, they're, it, they're all very touching. Uh, we... I think we barely talked about gameplay. I think the gameplay is great. I mean, it's essentially... It's just the same, yeah. Yeah, it's the same as Ocarina of Time with with certain updated things. Like, as you did mention early uh, in the episode of the hopping mechanics with, with yeah, Link. Really that, cool. That's really fun to, to see and, and execute. And uh, uh, using all the transformation masks and getting all the, the new abilities with all those, those are, those are all super fun. Rolling around as a Goron, shooting the boomerangs, uh, little arm things as Zora yeah. Link is super fun. Um, the Deku, Deku flower stuff. Deku flower I, I stuff. I love how... I love how no, he like please. hops across the water too. I yeah. love yes, that. That's yeah. cool. All these little elements. Also, like uh, we we said, we just kind of downplayed the gameplay about saying that it's copy and paste. But it is crazy. You get these three distinct gameplay styles mm-hmm. that like are just made for this game. Like the new, you know, we, a lot of people make fun of this game or have criticized the game for you know the short amount of time and then we uh, use assets. But this is like all three gameplay styles could carry their own games. I, oh, yeah. I remember having fun with all of them in different... Like you guys said, like, I love that Deku doesn't get in the water. Like, that's what a cool, interesting concept. But, like, they have steps and the flowers and the, and the, the bubbles. The Goron racing was... Every, so cool. I, it, I never felt like any form was constricting me in any way. Like, I always felt like I'm... And which, I mean, it's a big Miyamoto philosophy again, is... I always feel like I'm having fun when I'm picking these forms. There's never there was like yeah. I have to, in order to do this, in order to do this obstacle, I have to do have to be in this form, and that's that's a chore. Like I always felt like, oh cool, I get to be a Sora for a while, yes. which is really really. I feel like no other games that I played really have that kind of atmosphere where I am truly enjoying being all four different sets of, of characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially and, in games where you are. There are different modes of control. Uh, maybe yeah, a game yeah, that yeah. like has one mode of control is like, yeah, that could be phenomenal and master it. But four is hard to do, and I feel like they, yeah, to your they point, I love it. Um, and over the years, I've only liked the Deku more. I used to be a little down on the Deku, but I like, I because it starts I, you off, and they, because the journey with Deku is also so. I, I feel like ultimately the 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 journey with all of them is so bizarre. No, no, no two 
no two characters have are introduced the same way. You start the decade before you were truly with Link, you know, you with with Goron, he he he's like an old legend and with Sora, he he dies in front he's the only one that dies in front of you. Yes. You know, I mean all these like very bizarre ways of going about them and and, uh, and like and like yeah, I think that Deku gets the, the I think why people don't like it to July's infamous theories that or another thing is that like you start with the with this kind of the, the weakest of the bunch, you know what I mean? And the the to a certain degree maybe the last the least fun until later I guess when you realize how what how much the deck you can really bring to you. Like it's mm-hmm. got the shield, it's got all these other things going on. So um so it, it kind of makes kind of turns you off or it's you know, you play this kind of idealized link in ocarina and to go from there to um yeah it's kind of weekly is uh, i think will turn off a lot of a lot of uh, you know not not the real heads you know? especially the first you know the first like part of the game hour and a half or whatever it is like you are sh- only deku scrub link after you get transformed and you have to beat that part to like be healed and be regular link yeah. again so I it all it like puts you in the worst spot in those well if at least at first it feels like the worst yeah, spot yeah. but yeah um Mauricio we haven't, we haven't even talked about we haven't even talked about like how I think Link might be dead the, there's a lot of like there's a lot of out. great theories about this, this game, game this game is this game is like it, I mean I feel we're gonna do another two hours and just we talked about story and yet haven't even genuinely touched the 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 arc of Majora like at all like the, the arc of Skull Kid we haven't talked about you know I, I feel that there's so much that, there's something that I also really noticed when the first time you meet Skull Kid he's hovering in the air did anyone notice that and there's he's against a spotlight on the in the in the in, on the on the where the spotlight meets the ground it's the Triforce but backwards oh I don't oh, think I noticed that that's cool yeah as a kid it blew my mind it always made me feel like, something about the game always makes you feel like a little bit uncomfortable like I yes mean, it's it's just it's just the deconstruction of things that already in your head are so homogenized and monolithic that when even when you tweak them a certain way, they make they make you feel unsafe constantly. And I feel like that's what this game is. And Absolutely. to July, ju- to how July actually really definitely put it earlier is when you stop being a kid and realize that there's uh, there's no safety. You know. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I, I cut you off, Connor. What you want to say? No, you were totally fine. I was just gonna say. Um, as we are sort of wrapping up now, um, is there any like final thought that you have, Mauricio, or do you want to like sum up your just uh, feelings about this game after our discussion? Well, I feel like, like I feel like kind of just did that, but like yeah, no, completely. Like I, I, I just feel like it's 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 a certain. I I think again, I think I did do it wrong. I do think that this is a game you should play with some sort of gameplay knowledge of, mm-hmm. of even Zelda and anything, but I do think it's something that. I do think it's like uh, I think I told you, Connor. Like I, I moved across the country. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to make it big as a comic book writer. Hopefully yeah. that'll happen one day. Uh, to me, like that writing is being a bit passion for me, and to me, what I'm truly trying to help out. But like, I remember this being one of the. Uh, you know, I feel like there's uh, much like for me with comics, where when I was an immigrant and when I was like. Uh, not knowing English, and at a certain point, I realized like, oh, I can get comics with like, the visual language and how I control the pacing. Um, uh, uh, with this, uh, you know, when, when things just kind of just in your head, they click and you get it. And I feel like for me, when the story elements of Majora's Mask, them being so wild and outlandish, but they do make some sort of internal logic within the game. And yeah. I remember getting like when that made sense to me. I remember it being like, oh, I, I get, and I'm, I feel like I'm part of club. Like I feel like I'm part <laughs> of something. I feel like the story is so much bigger than 
so much bigger and smaller at the same time with like other slogans because in the, the other slogans are it's so it's so unper like link is obviously so important but he is almost like a tool for the world yes well in this one link is kind of meeting the people so the, the people are what's more important and, like, and, and everyone's personal stories and like how and you kind of for the first time are truly meeting people maybe as your life because you know, i just love referencing july's wise words he is a sage as we saw or as we started today we're seeing it now of course thank you so yeah, much we're seeing it, but, yeah no but like he you, you kind of start realizing that uh more about people and how intricate they are to the story that you're carrying and how much they they, they show you and how much they change you or they or yeah. change them by truth. and I, I i think this game i mean even talking about it now i think, I think this game is a a, a a work of absolute art this game is pure genius i i can't I can't resent that. Like, and again, Ocarina, I also in the conversation, most of the games are in the conversation, but like, I think part of, it's like a, the Marvel movies, like I feel like, yeah, the Marvel movies, everyone's like, have, has a good time. You know what I mean? Yes. But to me, as, as someone, as someone who like, like loves comics, and love comics, people constantly want to talk to me about them. And it's like, yeah, they're fine. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm watching them, cool. Like, they're happening, but like, they're so normalized or like what makes comics exciting is all the weird shit like the comics are weird these characters are supposed to yeah. be bizarre and have like are like out of nowhere act out of character and like have an arc to that and i feel like that's what this game is is in the overarch overarching yeah. uh seldom i mean this is this is a weird game like, there's a lot of bizarre shit things that doesn't get explained things that don't really matter or, or make sense or, or there's like a wedding you have to help and you don't even get, get fucked up you don't get invited to the wedding you yeah. kind of like, like yeah. you don't even so got to like, see like if Cafe what... actually broke the curse. They don't show you that. They just yeah, show you a she POV. Married, she might marry a child. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I think that, I think I think that's purposeful because you know mm -hmm. you, you can't go the game without solving it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You, so it, it's, it's it's left up to either did you do it or did you not do it? And the bombers no. Nope. Yeah, it's such a long quest or whatever. And like I, I feel like that's that, that, that's what that's what this game means. This game truly uh, there are a few things in this world where I that there's a couple called Scalped. They're uh, the movie Pennies from Heaven, and this I would qualify as unbridled art. That's and awesome. That, that's what this game is. And then thank you so much for for inviting me for to talk about my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite pieces of media possibly ever. Absolutely, this has been so nice to actually get to hang out and talk to you a little bit. That's not just you know the occasional like email or co or comment or Instagram DM. Uh, yeah. And um, sliding those DMs, dude, freaking slide, slip sliding all around. Um, well, thank you for sharing. We'll be sure to plug whatever you want at the end as well. But July, did you have any thoughts to wrap up, or did you get to say your? I piece just want to do some game? shout outs uh, to some of the characters we didn't bring up. Uh, shout them out. I want to shout out the the blacksmith that kind of only grunts. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> with his, uh, I guess his boss, tiny friend. His, his, yeah, is that his boss, the tiny guy? Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the giant Goron who's sleeping in front of yes. uh, the t the temple, Snowhead Temple. Uh, I, I I'm a sucker for any like humongous character that yeah. you don't need to really like interact with. So that was a, that's a fun character model. And um, let's and see, you kill him. You 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 you, you make him sleep. Yeah, does he, he die? Dies. Dyson, he, yeah, he falls, in, he falls into an endless pit. What do you think? You ah, see him, you does. do see him later after, if you defeat, if you oh, no complete the temple and you go back to that area, he's like, I think just like standing there or something. Okay. And yeah. he's like awake. Okay, great. You uh, know what? I'm wrong. July, I'm sorry. But it looks like he dies, it right? It does look like he dies. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think that's it. Those were the characters I wanted to bring up. I think we've. Okay. So can we do? Can we do a review of the characters you brought up again? So number one, number hand, one. hand of man. Yeah, the the guy looking for TP toilet paper. Okay. Um, the guy who wants per- a photo of one of the Gerudos, who is not mm-hmm. a pervert, uh-huh. he just wants a photo because he's never uh, seen them. We'll see. He's never seen them. He just wants to know if they're real. What if they? You know what? I bet he, if they were men and he saw them, he'd be just as happy. You know what? You're I right. agree. I'm, I'm honestly going to July's side here. Right? Thank Dang. you so I much. Ger- I think Jeremy's a little too hard on you. Honestly, tough to hear. <laughs> Love to hear this. Okay, and then who else uh, have we brought up? Um. The grandmother who hates uh, her yes. granddaughter's <laughs> cooking. Andrew's cooking. Uh, relatable. <laughs> um, and As the grandmother or the daughter? I think that's her granddaughter. Or is it her? Okay. Yeah. No, no, grand- no. I think I'm granddaughter. Saying, who's more rela- who's your, who are you relating to? The, grand- the granddaughter? Uh, I'm relating the to the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the blacksmith, the little, of course. Yes. I like to think that they're both co-bosses. Like you know, you kind no one's no one's no one's famous by themselves. So you, okay, you're your team. Yeah, right? they're co-owners of the blacksmith place. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Not the big Goron. Yeah, and forget, the giant forget Goron the Goron for July. Yeah, there's a there's so much that we could that we're going to miss on this show because you know I feel like you could I actually listen to I have a huge wreck for people out there is another podcast hmm. it's called Tandem Legends it's a Zelda podcast where these two hosts basically do like every few weeks do a book club episode on a portion of the game so they're really like touching on every oh, wow. aspect. Cool. I would love um, to hear this. Yeah check it out i just like blew through the whole majora one as i was finishing the game it's it's they do a really phenomenal very thorough job um but there's just only so much we can cover in a two hour and like 15 minute book club but Uh, honestly for for the for the for and i've been so stuck on the on the the, so far the only episodes have been top notch you guys have been oh thank you outstanding and uh, the guests uh, you know i I understand that you know uh, there was some ugliness with some commenters or whatever earlier so I, I i do like to see that you guys have kind of gone out of your way to kind of get a, a wide spectrum of, of people you know like and try to especially talk, especially with the first episode i thought it was a, like a beautiful kind of planting the flag on how inclusive you guys are planning to be um and it seems like these episodes are gonna, I, I think gonna get either progressively longer or harder for you guys to keep everything maintained for two hours. Like I, I as much as I, as much as we talked about this game, I could easily go the same amount or longer about Wind Waker, which is just yeah. such a complete other like going another direction. We're about to hop else. into that. For, is it the first time? Yeah, I think so. Woo! You're kidding me! Yeah, I am fascinated to hear that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, are you gonna wow. play Wii U or GameCube? Oh, Wii U. I got it on cool. Wii U. Wii U, Wii U. Uh, I, I would also love to hear July. Like, uh, if you do ever play this game again, like, I would love to hear what you're, you know, without constricting to a, a time schedule or having uh, an assignment to do. Mm-hmm. I'm really giving you an assignment anyway. Like, <laughs> what are what are your? Oh, I would love to see your your thoughts. as just experiencing this for the game alone, not for. Yeah, I might. I might even do an N sixty four version next time I play it just to get the different right sense Heck of it. Yeah. That would probably be a lot of fun. Yeah. At least um but I'll wrap up my th- I mean I've gotten to share like so much on this episode because I've really tried to think about these things and, and like I said I was journaling about this game as I was going through it. But yeah, did this we get is... through all your journal notes? 
we got through all my journal notes. Great. Um, every last solitary one. But this remains my favorite <laughs> uh, game of all time. And uh, it was only like, only, I would say like doubly so after this playthrough. Like I knew yeah. that in my heart it was, but having revisited it and um, being so familiar, like I already said, with the gameplay, with the structure, and letting myself just soak in those moments with the characters. So you, you, hate, you hate revisiting stuff, don't you? Like I, I remember at one point, Garden State was my favorite movie, and then I rewatched it. I was like, "Wow, God, golly!" Yep. Uh oh. Um, that yeah, ha- no. sometimes revisiting stuff, you know, it doesn't go the way you remember. Um, but this is such a special game. Uh, I love, I love everything about it. Uh, even the difficult parts I've grown to like really embrace. And, uh, and yeah, it's, a it's, it's going to be interesting to move on to the other, the other games that I've played finally going to be playing games that I haven't played like 12 times, but it should be fun. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and plug some stuff and get out of here. Marie. So is there anything you want to plug out there? Well, if I ever write a comic book, please buy it. Uh, you know, just Bingo. Google my name every two weeks, and yes. maybe one day you'll either find my old forgotten Tumblr where I uh, where I post pictures of Superman or whatever or whatever. Uh, <laughs> if you are in the Portland area, come watch me DJ at either the Coffin Club uh, to do Emo Night once a month, uh, which uh, hopefully back into that. Yeah, if you, it's you know, I love that. I, I did see this. If you if you ever went to work tour, you want to relive that, but at night. Uh, I would do that. Or uh, if you're free on Friday nights, I do uh, DJ at the Columbia Strip, which is a strip club. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to hear solo music at a strip club, I would make it out. That's after. incredible. Uh, yeah. And uh, aside from that, uh, just uh, living in Portland, buying comics and uh, listening to your podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You guys have, uh, and I, I don't mean to do this. I feel like I've already overshared too much in the comments and the DMs, but like uh, it's been uh, it's been a rough year for everyone, particularly uh Particularly for people with their own their family, and, yeah. Um, for me, uh, I don't even want to get into it, but all that stuff happened, and you guys were, uh, I'm including July, and just the whole the oh, wow. tycoon crew. Uh, it's just you guys have been. Um, it, it always, it, you know, sometimes you listen to like comedy or podcasts or whatever. I mean, it feels like they, they have a massive level of. of they, they, I, I can never feel like John Gabers is going to be my friend. Like, he's just like, oh, man, that dude's funny as hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you guys you guys are all equally hilarious. And it's just Shout out to Gabrus. Love Gabrus. Like, love you, Gabrus. Yeah, love you. Please Definitely listening DMing. to the Zelda episode. I think that, like, uh, you guys have – there's a certain level of – it might be DH or whatever of relatability and the fact that you do mix in a lot of, like, the really funny bits with just, like, earnestly talking about video games, which – to a certain degree, I feel like there's you can either go too far in either direction. But mm-hmm. so for me, there's just like a certain amount of of, uh, of great like middle ground. And you know, and every now and then, July just does something completely insane that was also <laughs> just really fun. <laughs> you gotta love it. Well, Mauricio, that is that's really kind of you to say. Thank you so much. I'm really glad that um, you know it's fun for us to do this stuff in general. But when we hear from people like you that it's you know meant something even just a little different. Uh, even, I mean, you including July, that was very kind of you to include July. You didn't have to do Yeah, that. you didn't have to. I'm not really a part of, <laughs> you know, I'm a three amiibo in name, you know. <laughs> yeah, Jer- Jer- Jeremy texted me. Uh, Jeremy uh, actually emailed me. Uh, his, his, he tricked me. The email said pictures of Lola Bunny exclusive. And then I Whoa. opened it up and he goes, please make sure to... Uh, 
put July in whatever things you're doing. So it's like, you know, honestly, you know, we all think he's a villain, but secretly, he's, you know, he's, he's got, he's got okay. your best intention. All right. Every, I like to hear that. July. I love it. Well, thanks again, Marisa. That was really kind. No, thank you uh, for doing that uh, Bioshock episode for me, by the way. That came out on my birthday or like a few days really? before my birthday. And that's oh, like the episode I asked. Almost a year ago like now, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, That'll be like yeah. sometime in July. Gosh, that's nuts. Yeah, if you ever do a Bioshock Infinite, I, um, I, I can, uh, another game that I do believe to be high art. Uh, Ooh, hell even yeah. With the prob- even with the problematic aspects of it, which are hmm. a lot and heavy. Uh, yeah. I do have some thoughts on that. Okay, cool. I love it. Yeah, I have a friend who recently, she was like, hey, could, I'd love to come on your show and do that. So I might be having her on for a Call Me By Your Game at some point. Oh. but. But Excellent. I'll be, I'll yeah. probably maybe I'll hit you up to get some like thoughts from you before um, July. Yeah. What do you want to plug on the way out, Mister? Absolutely nothing, but just <laughs> this. Uh, check out this amiibo if you, if you can find it. This is one of my favorites. It's oh, on my desk. Three amiibos. There the we three are. Three amiibos, and it's uh, this I'm is so for jealous. the listener. This is the young Link with the Goron mask amiibo. It's my one of my faves. Gosh, I want that one so bad. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you, July. Uh, Jeremy Schmidt is not with us at the moment, but you should check him out on Rest social power. media at Ocarina of Crime. <laughs> What'd you say? Rest in power. Wherever Rest he is. Rest in power. On Twitter. Hope he's doing well. At Ocarina of Crime. <laughs> on Instagram at Scaremy Schmidt. And of course, listen to his show, Video Games, a comedy show wherever you get your podcasts. I am Connor McCabe. You should check out my show, Call Me By Your Game, which you might already if you're a patron on our network. Uh, and, um, I'm on social media too at Connor underscore McCabe. This has been a lot of fun, but that'll do it for this episode. What's your Twitch name? My Twitch name. Oh yeah. Twitch.tv slash cons is cool. 69. I just haven't been streaming except the show. So what do you think you'll be streaming next? More Zelda stuff or you got something else in mind? That's a good question. It could be Zelda. I'm playing Mass Effect right now for the first time. Oh, I've never played that. How is that? I am loving it loving it or maybe i'll do the ff7 like dlc who knows we'll see i want to do i want to like find a day where i at least do a day a week but that's where you can find me and that'll do it for the legend of zelda majora's mask episode of uh, the legend of zelda games club stay tuned for our next one which will be on the legend of zelda oracle of ages and then two weeks after that oracle of seasons um thank you for listening yeah we're gonna do separate eps but Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.